I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's a turf war on a global scale. <laughs> I'd rather hear both sides of the tale. See, it's not about races, just places. <laughs> faces, where your blood comes from is where your space is. I've seen the light get duller. I'm not going to spend my life being a color. Welcome to the Black Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. Man, you sound like a robot, dude. I was like, is she sure she was sitting beside a real person? <laughs> I think he was trying to do it white as possible. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For for the people um, who are you know don't know, I, I mean, hopefully everybody knows that listens to our show and but follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Our guests today are Clove and Shirley. Yes, from Chonilla dot com. Yes, and uh, they have a great podcast. Yes, uh, they do. You can just go search Chonilla on uh, iTunes, and also if you search the Black Guy Who Tips, their podcast comes up. I don't know how they did that. But I know, whatever, right? Like, whatever. That's oh, awesome. they linked us up. Man. <laughs> Creepy. Crazy algorithms. More nerd <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, um, you guys go ahead and say uh, what's up to the people out there, man. Hey, everybody. I'm Clove. And I am Charlotte. Whoop, whoop. What's up, everybody? We are excited to be here. <laughs> I'm all nervous and shit. I know. It's like a don't first be, date. Don't be nervous, y'all. <laughs> we, we really need to take a picture of this room so people will just be like, oh, shit, this is no big deal. I know. They're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't be nervous. <laughs> yeah, you should see our place, too. It's it's kind of a mess. Yeah. The mess muffled. The sound. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make it work for you, man. Um, all right, so the official sport, no way, weapon. The Legend. official weapon of the podcast is the taser, and the unofficial sport of the podcast is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. That's right. <laughs> and you can look us up on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. Search for the black guy who tips. We are there. Leave us comments. Leave us reviews. Uh, you know, talk to us on our Facebook page. We will actually interact with you back. And um, you can also get with us by going to theblackguytips.com. That's our, uh, you know, our, our website. And our, you can find our blog there. And you can also get in contact with us by leaving us a phone message. Yes. Through the voicemail, 704-557-0186. And lastly, if you really just really have a lot to say, email the show, theblackgowtips at gmail.com. And just tell me whatever the fuck's on your mind. We will actually read it and respond to it on Saturdays. We will. And I've been going back. For those of you who don't know, uh, they have a great podcast. I've been going back and listening to a lot of old episodes. And one of the episodes I was listening to of theirs, they were talking about um, uh, people ca- uh, calling in and emailing and sending pictures of mixed, mixed couples and mm. couples of different races. Mm-hmm. So for those of you out there, uh, contact them at chonilla.com and uh, I guess email, email them and send those in. But I wonder, um, I have a, a Puerto Rican uncle, so can me and Roger send our picture in? <laughs> Do it. Yeah, for sure. It's all about love, sharing love. I just want to add to uh, the feedback that uh, that you give on the Black Guy Who Tips. Like, I don't know how you do it, Rod, but you are you are like connected physically to the internet because you're on point when it comes to like responding to like viewer feedback. And Twitter, you're you're out of control. Yeah, I don't know how you do it. I think you're a robot. 
it's got to be some type of um, ADD or mental uh, <laughs> disorder. It's the only way that it can be possible. Can I have some of that? Can I have yes. some of that? It's <laughs> <laughs> starting to rub off on me, man, because I realized that I'm starting to hang late, and I'm starting to, you know, to see Twitter after dark, and I'm starting to hang up and drink wine and, and, and tweet while I'm watching movies. I think you're rubbing off on me, son. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your game your game step up quite a bit on uh, Twitter, Karen. That's awesome. Yes. See, and everybody talks about him. Hey, this mind over here and that mind over there, they get together, boy. They can do some things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, Karen, you, I asked you this yesterday. I don't think you knew I was going to ask you this on the air, but... um. You've been listening to to Chonilla for a while. You've been catching up on episodes. I've been listening. Uh huh. And I asked you yesterday, were you Team Shirley or Team Chloe? <laughs> I was a free time So you Team Shirley? Yes, yeah, sister in a black hair. We got to keep it down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, obviously, I'm Team Chloe. I mean, I, we're kind of separated at birth. Uh, I had we actually, and this is. Now, I don't tell people about this idea. I've told, like, maybe three or four people in my life about this video game idea I had. Mm-hmm. And I've told Clove about it, and Clove had the exact same idea without me even going into details. That was insane. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really crazy. Yeah, you guys are, like, I don't know, coming from different mothers, but your brothers and some mothers. Yeah, I, I, was, life. I was filling in, like, answers <clears throat> that Rod was at, like, questions he was asking, and it was, like, we were both saying the same thing crazy. at different times. It's crazy. crazy. You guys had yeah. like a stepbrother moment. <laughs> Are we friends now? Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, clothes people must have owned my people at some point in time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> you. <laughs> it's funny because when I started dating Clove and everybody was like, my friends were judging me and they're like, you're dating a white man and why? You know, and I'm like, because I like him, <laughs> you know, and they're like, that's so sad, you know, because you're a pretty girl, you know, you don't need to go there. <laughs> I was like, oh, so if I'm ugly, then it's okay? <laughs> Yeah, if you're ugly, that's fine. No problem, but, you know. Yeah, if you're ugly, it's like, at least she found a man. (laughs) The way I see it is, if you're black, and at least in America, just be happy to get any man you can. (laughs) It's not gay. I read Steve Harvey's books. It's tough out there. Yes, for all the women of all the races and all the colors, because all your dollars spend the same. Because what is it? What is it? Here's what I do want to know, though. Do you guys ever do something like racist? But then bring your wife or your husband around and fuck people up because I think I would do that all the time. Me like, too. I'm no. like, oh my god, man, niggas there, and they just bring out Shirley and be like, oh what, what? I have done that. I have done that before with people I worked with where somebody will slip something and I won't say right away, like, hey, slow down there. My wife's black. No, I don't tolerate that kind of talk. But I'll wait like two weeks later when there's like a, a work function and I'll introduce them specifically to Shirley and say, this is my wife, Shirley. You never tell me anything. Yeah. And their eyes are like, oh, hey, nice. Wow. <laughs> you should be warning me. That's awesome, man. I, I, the, the other thing, um, like, I remember when um, I had this white girl that liked me. I had a phase for, like, um, I'd say somewhere between 7th grade to, like, 10th or 11th grade um, where 
white girls like me pretty much exclusively. I could not get a sister to like me. I think that I was really Yeah, black guys were a hot ticket item up here for a while, too. Yeah, it's like we was just in style or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> came out or something. Yeah. Accessory. <laughs> so, um, like, all these girls used to like me, and I, you know, it's the South, so I was always a little bit scared to date a white girl anyway. Mm-hmm. I was more scared of what her family would do. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't think my parents were racist at all, right? Man, this white girl called the house. My mom turned so racist. It was ridiculous. <laughs> she just heard it in her voice. Like, she called and she's like, hey, this Melody is right there. And my mom's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she went over and she's like, who is this? You got this white girl calling my house. All this while she's like barely covering the phone with her hand. Oh, my so God. Yeah, so I'm sure Melody's on the other side. Like, what the fuck is that? Is this a Black Panther house? Or <laughs> what the fuck going on? And so I got off the phone really abruptly and, like, just looked at my mom. Like, what was that, you know? But when you're, like, 15, like, you don't fucking step to your mom. Like, oh, that's some racist shit. For real. <laughs> she doesn't have your so, ass. So my question for you guys is, did y'all have any experiences like that where you, like, thought your friends or your family were cool with it and then all of a sudden it's like all right i'm dating a white dude or i'm dating a black girl and then it was like hold up what the fuck (laughs) well with me it wasn't so much uh the the dating aspect but what happened was uh my mom and i were just we were in montreal and we were just getting ready to flag a cab down and i went to flag the cab down and it was a black driver and my mom said no 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 not 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 that not that cab so we let it go and i said well what's the problem with that cab and she's like well it's a black driver and he won't know where he's going and i was like what the shit and so I looked at my I looked at my mom and I was like are you racist and she's like yeah I think so <laughs> pretty I, much I think so <laughs> so I was like alright then so what she think when she saw me was that an adjustment no well when she saw you it was it was the typical like wow she's so wow <laughs> she's very she's got such a pretty smile she's got an all year round tan <laughs> The other thing is, I don't think we should, like, people shouldn't use racist and racism with such a, like, broad scope. We need, like, a racist scale. Yeah. I agree. Mom, are you racist? Yeah, like, maybe three out of ten. Yeah, exactly. Like, my mom's not racist, racist. Like, she wouldn't, like, kill a white person or if she saw, like, a white dude on the side of the road getting beaten there, she wouldn't just ride by. Or she called 911. But... She's not stopped the car and get out racist, like, unracist either. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. She needs, like, a scale where it's like, you can't date a white girl, but you can have a white girl as your friend. Yeah. 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 And, and also, I think, too, it's a cultural thing. I know that y'all are uh, all across the border, but here in the United States, it's like a big, especially down south where we are, man, it's a big thing. You know, like I said, it doesn't bother me, but a lot of black parents be like, look, you ain't bring her over here. Her parents ain't coming lynching our, our kids and bring down our house because you don't mess around and mess with this girl. Wow. Like, yeah, because you don't know you don't know if that girl's cousin's cousin, first nephew, whatever, is part of the clan, and he mm. just won't have that shit in his family. Yeah, yeah that's so crazy. That's nuts. That, that was a worry we had because uh, for the 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 career clove has it, it it's it provides us an opportunity. We can choose literally where to move around the world. So you know we had an opportunity where we almost moved to Atlanta, and that was the first thing I didn't care about the tax or anything like that. I'm like <laughs> online checking like interracial couples in Atlanta because you know I'm like I, I want to make sure we're received well. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. 
Yeah, you don't want to look up Google and it's like five interracial houses burn. Exactly. So um like also uh when when you guys started dating, did you find any issues? Because I know the first time that um this like I said, this white girl liked me and she she liked me a lot. I mean, in order to call my house, she had to like me a lot. Yes. Cause she ain't know my family. And she uh like we were talking in the hallway one day and Everybody was out, and all of a sudden, I started getting these looks, and I was, I, I don't know if they were looking at me, or if I was so fucking self-conscious ah. that I was looking at them, and then they were responding to my look. Oh, yeah. I, I hear you, because, um, I mean, Chloe and I have been together for 16 years, and the first couple of years, I was, I was paranoid. Every, every time there's a group of black people passing by, I'm watching them, you know? Yeah, I'm like, black, black people were cool back then, so I was all proud and shit. And- oh, I was, I, I was worried, you know? I'm, I'm giving them the evil eye before they even, you know, try to give me some. Or- yeah, well, we, we didn't get too much static. I mean, we got some static, like there was a, a time we were on the bus, and some dude came in, and uh, he was with his girlfriend, and he started, he sat right in front of us, and he was just complaining about how our relationship was wrong, but he was with a white girl, which was so crazy. Can you believe that? And there was a couple times where, I think around your place, uh, after I moved in, there was uh, there was oh, this there little was a, Jamaican shop. Oh, he was trying to always check me? Yeah. Like, dude, I'm not changing my mind. I'm staying with this white boy. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> so when I came into the picture, he would just kind of, like, uh, we would walk by, and everybody would just get quiet, and it was just weird. Mm-hmm. My family was very, very fine. They were, you know, like I said on the show, too, they were just happy that he wasn't Jamaican. <laughs> Sorry, Jamaicans who are listening. But <laughs> so, like, when you have like family get-togethers and Clove is there, mm-hmm. do do they change the tone of their conversation? Because I don't know your family, I don't know how they talk, but my family. They say some crazy shit when we have like family reunions. There's all black people in the room. <laughs> you know, they, that's when they break out like, oh man, this crackhead work. You like, what? <laughs> Are you saying that? Oh, is that cool? <laughs> so, like, oh. I didn't get this memo. <laughs> We've never had like a white person at our family get together. So I don't even know how it would change the dynamic <laughs> if like, you know, somebody showed up with like a white girl or a white guy. You should test them. Just, I would, I don't, it's probably too late in the game to have a with a white girl. Well, just, just show up with him. I was like, did you kill Karen? <laughs> what are you up to, Rod? No, I'm upgraded. <laughs> yeah, so, um, but, but ha- did, did like the, the tone of your family get together change at all? The clothes there, or if he's not? No, my family was more than receptive. I remember this one time, oh. <laughs> one of my cousins came up to me, and this was at a Thanksgiving dinner, and she came up and she had the plate of uh, of chicken meat. Oh, and oh. Shirley was sitting right beside me, and she said, "Do you like white meat or dark meat?" <laughs> and she said it in such a way that I knew what she was talking about. I was like, "Nice, yeah, very nice." These little these little white subtleties yeah. that I didn't pick up yeah. at all. And she even like cocked her head to the side and like lifted an eyebrow and it was like dark meat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when you know you're in the family, man. When they start fucking with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's like a phase. There's a, there's the first phase where they should not fuck with you, mm-hmm. or you, you know, and that's when you know like things aren't good when they're fucking with you and they don't even know your name yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there's that phase where they're afraid to fuck with you and everybody's cool. 
And then they start fucking with you. You're like, all right, cool. I'm going to make it. I'm in the family. I know for me, um, I was telling you all about my Puerto Rican uncle. And him and my uh, aunt have been together for years. And I was a little girl whenever they first started dating and I guess it's more from a kid's perspective. Mm. It was kind of weird to see the family change, you know, and, you know, he's Puerto Rican, but they always call him a white boy. So for years, I thought he was white. Oh, uh, this white boy coming up in here. I was like, what? And I'm looking like a kid going, well, mommy, I go with white kids at school. I don't understand. I, I didn't understand the issue of the problem because yeah. I love everybody. Like, I didn't see what the problem was. And as I got older and I got to know him, he was cool. And I was like, why were y'all trying to run me away? Like, <laughs> I think deep down inside, especially uh, a lot of my older family who was like the Jim Crow laws down here, their views about race is totally mm. different than mine. Mm. How, how did you find out that he was Puerto Rican? Did like the police pull you over while he was in the car or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I found out he was Puerto Rican because his family came to North Carolina one day and they all were speaking another language and I hadn't took Spanish yet. I was like, these folks are speaking something. I don't know what it is, but it ain't English. <laughs> then they begin to tell me about, you know, they're from Puerto Rico and go through that thing. And I was like, cool. And another situation where uh, one of my cousins had a biracial child, but he wasn't with us and I was the only one that looked young enough to have a kid because all the other women were older. And it was this older white couple that was sitting across from us. And I realized that they stopped eating their meal once I sat beside her. Oh, oh my God. And they, like, was, like, just stop eating their meal. They stared. And, and what I did, I ate it up. When I seen them staring, I looked at her. I brushed <laughs> her off. I fed her. I kissed her on the face. <laughs> I, I did all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, this is my baby. So what, 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 what you going to do? 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 And it's amazing that people would, would, would bluntly be that racist. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Only one time that ever that anybody said something ignorant, like when we went to Vancouver and I, I, I was playing with my kids. We talked about that on the show. And uh, my girls were, were swinging and Cloven and, and Ronan's at, in the bathroom. And then so I called one of the girls. I think I called Lita. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, did you say Nyla? And I'm like, no. And then and she's like, oh, because my my friend or my sister's nanny um, you know, I have a nanny that watches my, my niece and her name's Nyla so, and, and then she's like how long you've been watching them I can't remember the question but his question was related to oh are you a nanny of these kids and I'm like uh no <laughs> you know and I'm like well actually Nyla I, I don't even think I said no I think I said something along the lines of just trying to make him feel like an idiot <laughs> I said, like, no, you, you know, Nyla is a name that actually my husband and I were thinking of calling her, but we decided to go with Lita. And his face, I'm, oh, Whoops. he wanted to <laughs> dig his head in the sand. You should have taken a picture. You should have taken a picture and labeled it white guilt. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> this is what white guilt looks like. <laughs> that, uh, that's interesting uh, what you said about your uh, your aunt and that uh, Puerto Rican gentleman. Um, I'm wondering, because... I thought that as long as like like the race relations in the United States, as long as it wasn't with a white dude, mm-hmm. or as long as it wasn't involving white people, that you know black people could date Asians and and things Any like that, race, yeah, yeah, without it being too frowned upon. But is it like globally across all races? I, and I think a lot of it may have to do because we're down south. 
I, I like I said, for me, I, it doesn't. I guess for me, I don't look at it like the way most people look at it because, like I said, my whole school experience was just mixed, so it didn't bother me. And when we was talking about um, dating, I've never had a white dude approach me, so I wouldn't really know how to respond to it. Um, but back to what you were asking, I really think it's a cultural thing. I think that people think that uh, you need to date with it with inside your own race, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're all related in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. I, think, know, I think it's all races too. Like I don't think like. I don't think if the girl called it would have been aging. I don't think my mom would have been like less racist. I think like especially with black women, there's just like hey, you're my son. You fucking owe it to me to go <laughs> find a black woman. Like, mm-hmm. I, I raised you. Especially with the fuck? struggle of that generation. Yeah. Like they, they, I'm sure that they, the feeling is that they worked really hard to get black people where they are today. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they should see our book collection from when I was a kid. It's like uh, before the Mayflower, uh, <laughs> Jesus was black. Uh, like there's, like my book collection was pretty fucking like go get a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> And was like, nigga, we'll kill you for them. <laughs> they might as well left army brochure. I'm yeah, like I, I got the hint. And you, yeah, and you, you're saying that you had to watch that Eyes on the Prize for like every year or something like that in school. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my god, I'm I'm still watching today, and it's oh, it's 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 deep, man. Yeah, it's tough it's to watch. Tough watch, it's it's deep, and and you know what? And and as I'm older, I understand. But man, every time I used to show that, it would be always some black kid that would be so pissed off after they see that. Mm. For about a week, they would like get angry at every white person to talk to them. I was like, calm down. It ain't that serious. It really did more to set back um, the racial tension at my schools. Mm. And then and then there was this page. Uh, Y'all heard the show. Y'all, you know, Karen knows me, obviously. I have like some sort of fucking turn off button. When shit gets too serious, I just start making jokes and just forget about it. That's Mm. how I go. So, after a while, man, like, every fucking time they show one of those eyes in the prize, like, it'd be part 37, you know, black people can't drink here, and you're like, oh, here we go with this shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I remember what they did to Emmett Till. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm not trying to get beat up or have somebody fight over, over a movie. Like, it happened, and everybody understands that, but I promise you, those same white people are not the white people of the day. It is yeah. gener- People do have generational gaps. It's like, it's like the- it's like they felt the need to record the movies as long as the racism went on. So it's like, all right, shit was fucked up for like 400 years. We need 400 episodes of shit. <laughs> yeah. so I get it. I got it. Yeah, I know. I got it from the first 20. <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as they broke out the water hoses and dogs, I was like, I don't like where this movie's going. No, this is not well for yeah. all the black people in the movie. Yeah, none of the black people win at the end of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Show Martin Luther King like halfway through. You're like, cool, things are looking up. Oh, wait, he's dead. And I'm like, yeah, he died. I know this yeah. movie. Wow. Malcolm X is barely in the shit. Yeah, yeah, he was in it for uh, he was in it for uh, the uh, Muhammad Ali when they were talking about Muhammad Ali's. Uh, the, he had like five fights in Africa because he was banned from fighting because he wouldn't go in the draft because right. of his name. Or it was so crazy. Right. Hey, I, I just want to say too because I you know, I know maybe there are some listeners, some black women or black men, and you think never. I would never go that way. And I was we like, have black listeners. Well, <laughs> they do. <laughs> 
Twitter and stuff and Facebook. They were excited about this show. They were like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, for me, I mean, I I never dated outside of my race. And I was like, you know, eyes on the prize would piss me off. To, I was that kind of personality when I was younger. Goddamn white people. I, I was, I did not like white people. Because I, I, you know, I grew up in Quebec and Montreal. And it was really racist. And it was really ignorant. I mean, I, I mean, we talked about this, too. Like, I, you know, the teachers, students would call me nigger all the time. Mm. And it was just not fun. So I, I just, you know, did not want to associate myself with, with white people whatsoever. So it's shocking sometimes when we so when we first dated, it, it was a huge adjustment for me. I mean, when we go out, I know I joke around, but sometimes I'd have I'd have moments or tendencies when I'd see people, black people coming in, and I'm with Clover. I almost wanted to push him. Oh my god! Yeah, like, there was times. Like, there, go over there. There was times too, like if we were sitting on the bus or something, and I would I would be talking to Shirley as soon as black people would get on. Shirley would just keep her, keep looking forward. She wouldn't like turn to address me. No. Oh, so weird. It was really weird. It yeah. was a huge adjustment for me, you know. Yeah, and I had to call Shirley on it, saying like, you know, I'm I'm talking to you. You can you can look over at yeah. me. <laughs> now my attitude is like, what are you looking at? What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, I'm black. He's white. So what? <laughs> I, I can tell. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, I do approve of your relationship. I so do too. All right. It's completely okay by me. Um, yes. Uh, you guys can keep dating them, stay married, and take care of your kids. Thank you. I, I don't Thank have you. no problem, man. I'm going to keep the Chonella children between me and Roderick because Roderick said it sounds racist, so I'm sorry. No, I think it's cute. <laughs> nah, you got, we, this is America. We got to be careful. Oh, that's right. I keep forgetting. I'm calling people babies Chonellas, and that should be like on <laughs> Google or <something>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> press release. Black guy who tips. That's free press for both of us. Something bad. I guarantee that shit. They would not be using that right. Do you do you guys feel that like the race relations, even though I, I'm thinking they've come a long way, but but it sounds like it sounds like there's still that air of walking on eggshells when it comes to race relations. Like like I really like Dave Chappelle and what he did is he he you know pushed it forward and pushed it in everybody's face. But in in day to day life, is it still Touch it, touch and go. Yeah, because only because um, I think we've gotten to the point now where it's kind of fucked up. But white people can't talk about racism, and I don't mean like uh, say that they're being racially discriminated or something. That I mean that could happen, but that's pretty rare. But they can't like just say like, "Hey, man, there are certain black people that will rob you." Because if that guy says that, we everyone immediately turns on to like, "Oh right. shit, he's a racist!" Like, and that's not so because that nigga will rob you, and I'm gonna clench my first two, and I cross the street too, mm. and I look at you crazy too, and we all black. Mm. Right? So it's just weird that it's kind of gotten to that place, and I guess it's a good place compared to where it was. I mean, well, everything's better than like slavery and segregation yeah. but you know it's, it's just weird that you can't even fucking talk about it because there's always some black person willing to come out on camera and call whoever says anything a racist and it's created two camps it's created the yeah that motherfucker might be racist let's take it on a bait of uh, a uh, let's take it on a event by event basis to judge it and then there's this other camp that's just like uh no People are never racist or people are always racist. And wow. those motherfuckers yeah. piss me off because then when Dr. Lawrence says some racist shit and I'm like, yo, that was racist, 
There's like a group of motherfuckers that are like, no, you can't even say nothing about race. You're like, but her shit was different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, her shit is a little more racist is what I'm saying. <laughs> other shit. Like, she, she's like a level seven racist right now. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? And, uh, and, uh, my, and I guess my perspective on it is this. I realize that uh, when it comes to race, if people of different race never really sit down and start breaking barriers mm-hmm. of their background and their history, you run into ignorance. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of things that people say it comes out of a very ignorant place of not interacting, not socializing, not being around people of different races. And I've dealt with people at my job, like older, older white women that will say things that are extremely racist sounding. Mm. But if you confront them, they think that you're crazy for bringing it up when they've never been around black, somebody black to say, hey, you know, if you go outside this office building and say that, you're allowed to get shot. Yeah. Like they don't have anybody to, t- to, to, to kind of rein it in to say that's not appropriate to say. What you're saying is true, but I'm the good nigga. There are niggas out there. <laughs> 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 TV is real. You know, I'm not one of them. I can, want a paycheck like you want a paycheck. Can, can you think of a specific... I get this shit all the time, Karen. I don't know. I have. Can you, can, like, can you guys think of a specific thing that's said that that it falls into that category of being racist? I, I mean, it could be from the simplest thing to like you're pretty, you're pretty, you're pretty for a black girl, and it's like what? <sighs> black girls are not supposed to be pretty. <laughs> you know? um, Karen, Karen has a coworker. I forgot what the exact phrase was, but she was talking uh, about what was she uh, saying? Karen? Uh, that, this is why I don't talk to her. What we were talking about racial, like people mixing races. And she said she don't believe in zebra babies. Oh, oh my god! I, I didn't, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I was like zebra <sighs> babies. I don't understand. That is some racist bullshit. Then I was like, oh, you're talking about mixed races. I said, okay, this conversation got to end. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned. I don't have a, a problem or, or, or an issue, you know, uh, with people mixing races. Like it doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, love has no color, love has no boundaries. Like mm-hmm. that, that's just the way I view it. I mean, who's who is somebody else to decide who the fuck can date and not? Like, nobody needs your fucking approval. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't get this shit passed by anybody. I was like, yeah, so everybody at work, I'm going to be dating Karen, and uh, I'm passing out forms for you guys to sign off on. Just let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think people who reach out to control other people's shit have a self-consciousness of loss of control with their own shit. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, like, outwardly project control on other things. Yeah, you know what? What's my pet peeve though? And and you see that a lot. You see, a, you know, there's a lot of interracial magazines and dating sites and stuff like that. And what I hate is people's misconception or idea of like, for example, if a black woman's like, "That's it, I'm fed up. I'm gonna look for a white man," right? Mm. And then right. so they look for a white man, but the white man acts like he's a brother, like, and, and, and he's no, and he's not even. He's never grown up in the ghetto. Or in some kind of urban neighborhood. He's because, got fucking cornrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, why? Why are you really? <laughs> you know? Oh man. I hate that. You know? And huh? There's a lot of confused people out there. Mm. They think that's their idea of like being with a white man is just to get like. A brother, but it happens to be, or or this white man acting like, thinking he's acting like a black man, and oh, I just I just hate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty 
really, it's very weird to me too because I don't like the idea of using another race as a stick to yeah, beat damn. the other people in your race with. Mm-hmm. Like, look, it, like I knew a girl, she liked white dudes when we were growing up. Our neighborhood's like 95% black, so it did stick out because she had to work to find them white people. Like, it wasn't like <laughs> it was up the street and shit. Like, she had to put in effort to find the white dudes to come to our fucking neighborhood. And, um, I was, you know, so I was, you know, other people got mad at her because it, you know, it was blatantly obvious after like three or four white dudes, like, oh, that's just her thing. Mm-hmm. But I was impressed. I was like, how the fuck did you talk them into coming here? <laughs> Like after dark and shit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's some yeah, good training. Yeah. So I want to know her training program. <laughs> Say that again, Charlotte. I want to know her training program. Like, what was the training that she had to go through with these with these guys? Good sex. Put it on them dudes. Uh-huh. That must have been some sweet things. Some brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Brown sugar things. For real. Charlotte said, said, I want some of that white sugar. Yes. And I was like, is it not just sugar? That's regular sugar, right? I thought sugar came white. There's brown sugar, too. There's brown sugar, too. There's beige sugar, brown, white. Powder sugar. So I guess you had to make the distinction. Exactly. Confection sugar, for those of you that's cooking, is a very, very strong sugar. It doesn't take a lot. So that's her white sugar. There you go. It's my dude, too, man. It was funny listening to Shirley get caught up on his downfall. Because I've known that he fell the fuck off for a while. And it was brand new news to Shirley. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened to him? Which one was my, that? My downfall. I, I can't remember. No, not clothes downfall, D'Angelo's downfall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Shirley was like, this is news to me. And I was like, I've known this for like eight <laughs> I was in shock. That mugshot was hurting. It, it was really bad. He looked all sad and frumpy. I know. <laughs> he went from like, how do you feel? That video that's just him being naked. Yeah. Does it feel too? Yeah. Yes, to like, like, how did you fit in those things? <laughs> <laughs> like, he really, he really let it go. Yeah, he fell off pretty bad. Is there any way he can come back from uh, no? No. No? No chance. It's a wrap for that shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of dudes rejoicing, man. That how do you feel? How does it feel video? Had a lot of brothers jealous, man. We used to go to the uh, cafeteria in our at our college, and they would play videos, music videos in the cafeteria. And when that video came on, you could just see every dude, like, put his head down. Like, man, <laughs> And all the girls be like, hey. Hey. I feel just fine watching you right now. These guys slamming down their trays. He's the boat. Say that again, Clove, you broke up a little bit. I was saying you could see guys just sitting there just slamming down their trays and just walking out, like just dragging their feet. (laughs) Seriously, dude. Unless it was, um, as racist as it sounds, we went to a a black college. So unless it was fried chicken day on Sundays, I would just get up and leave. Uh, you won't see that shit. Yeah. Come on now, there's fried chicken days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Come on. Day, like the most racist day of the calendar. It was so bad, man. Wow. Like, you know, I have like high racial sensitivity, but it's not as bad when there's nothing but black people around. It's yes. almost like a secret. Like, just look, we're in here. Don't tell anyone about this. Literally eating fried chicken. We're eating the shit out of this fried chicken. Let's do a homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the most Kool Aid, great Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh my 
my gosh. <laughs> That's funny because if a white person did say, you know, black people like fried chicken after church. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, really, seriously. If you said that at my job, you'd be one of the people I was citing as a racial, like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! That was that, that was our our little girl just came in with a, a wolfman mask. <laughs> She's wearing a princess dress with a wolfman mask. Okay, hold it down, Shirley. I'll be right back. <laughs> She's team Jacob, then I guess. What? I guess, I guess ah. he's team Jacob then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, the, the the good treat that we have today is that um, Karen is doing her random thoughts. So. I get to take the rest of the show off. I'll, I'll just be back in a couple hours. Um, you guys have... Not just joking. But um, Karen is doing her regular yeah, live stuff. Yeah, the club come at? Yeah, we can do that. I can edit all this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk through it. I don't care. I don't, uh, uh, no matter. problem. And uh, we was talking about, like, the the difference in relationships and things like that. It's just amazing to see how the how racial boundaries have changed for the good and for the bad. And one thing me and Roger have talked about is that when it comes to our political parties, you know, the Republicans and Democrats and independents, how a lot of Republicans wonder why a lot of black people don't vote for them uh, and why they can't get the scene to get them to, they can't seem to get them to um, vote for them for office. But you have to remember, y'all had meetings negotiating slavery. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you know, you know, you know, from I'm just saying from a black perspective, y'all, they actually had to convince y'all to to drop the Jim Crow laws. They actually had to convince y'all that slavery was wrong. You know, so then when we go back and we see the history of this, you want to come to they go, no, 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 it ain't the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, it ain't the same, but. Why, when push come to shove, every time it's time for, you know, welfare reform or, or a lot of things that help the poor, impoverished people in our country. I mean, which, which are impoverished people of all races, but a majority of them are Latino and black. You always well, want to- no, the majority of them aren't Latino and black. The highest percentage of one race that has people that are impoverished is black. So okay. it's a difference, like, Numbers wise, we don't make up the majority of poor motherfuckers, but okay. we have a higher like. Well, that's what I mean, a higher percentage. Black. Because honestly, what people fail to realize is that uh, most most of these statistics they give are, like you said, they're, they're kind of backwards. Because you know, like like let's say it's fifty percent uh, of people on welfare, you might have thirty five percent that are white. It might mean like 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 um how can you say it like. Just number-wise, there's more white people on it than the other people, but when you count percentage-wise, the percentage is higher. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. think the, the bigger the bigger trick there isn't that the Democrats or Republicans, like, getting, like, what they're doing to black people. I really think it's, like, how to get poor white people, because there's more of them, to vote Republican. Like, that shit is a trick and a half. Because I know. You have to trick them into believing, like, no, these dollars are going to go to the black people. Not you that's on welfare at the same time. Like, no, your welfare is different. Yeah, your, your EBT card is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We cut off yours, we cut off theirs. Yeah, right, you're in the same pot with the rest of the people. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Like, and that, I think to do that, they use religion. Yeah. Yes. They'll basically say, look, we can't, we can get you to think irrationally about two things race, which I think is what Democrats use to get black people to vote for them. That's true. And then religion, which is what I think Republicans do to get poor people to vote for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think they use that trick, but they use it to the, to the extreme on both sides. All right, well, look, fuck all this. Karen, what's up with these random thoughts? <laughs> 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 I'm to you, babes. <laughs> 
This is my first random thought. Am I the only one who likes to have a threesome with my bed and pillow? <laughs> I'm there. I, I, I really we have pillow them. orgies. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, I love them. And and if I could uh, multiple marry, I would marry them both at the same time. <laughs> you know, I love my husband at all. <laughs> he cannot make me feel like that bed and pillow. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pillows don't complain. Yeah, pillows don't talk back to you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, mine does. My mine does. In the morning time, I land there. He'll go. I want you to roll over a little bit. I say, okay, baby. Feet <laughs> <laughs> up. I say, okay, honey. Lay your head right here. It's personal. Roger can't hear this conversation. <laughs> I don't even want in on this shit. Like, I, I don't like. I don't like. Then when we used to deal with pillows back in the day, it was like when we were younger and we just were humble. Because you were just like, I gotta find something to do with this dick. I don't really have a discussion guide. It's funny, man. Go ahead, Because Shirley uh, always gives me shit about, uh, like, bending the pillows oh, and no. folding them up and stuff I like that. I hate it. I hate it. Because I guess if you got shitty pillows, it'll flatten them out after a while. Yeah. But, man, I, I, I'll I take my pillow and fold it, like, into, like, a Cinnabon and roll that around and put yeah. that between my legs. Make the pretzel out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the last uh, romantic relationship I had with a pillow was humping that shit when I was, like, 12. Mm. Oh, no. Other than that, mm, I'm out. You out of the game. <laughs> You hump a pillow. Uh, it, it, boys can hump anything, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Hump I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> we don't have penises, so we can fall out of that category. Yeah. <laughs> like, once, like, I was listening to Louis C.K., and he had a joke where he said, um, it's unfair what God does to, to boys because you get boners like three years before you know what to do with them. Yeah. And that shit is 100% true, man. Yeah. I, and and the boner doesn't even have like a it has a mind of its own like nothing turns it on and turns it off it just like wakes up or some shit like I used to have church and it's just like okay dick's getting hard <laughs> I used to own a, a three quarter length jacket and I used to take a, about an hour bus ride like on the city bus to get to, to high school and I'm telling you every bus ride I was so thankful I had that three quarter length jacket because it always happened 15 minutes before the bus ride's over I got a rock hard dick is that why because we used to in high school because Clove and I met in high school and and we went to Catholic high school so we had uniforms is that why you never tucked in your shirt probably oh the teachers used to get on his ass all the time tucking your shirt that's why yeah I used to get boys all the time oh my gosh (laughs) it was bad I used to do the the notebook thing you know folder I used to have to do that shit, man. But the the, the, ah, the dick ah. is not cool when you don't when you don't have any control over it, man. <laughs> oh. it's only, that shit's only cool once you get to like I don't know, fifteen, sixteen. You're like, all right, we need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, it's not talk. appropriate. <laughs> you meditate, and then then you realize you can rub one out, you know, and get it yeah. real soft again, and yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole nother adventure there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm There's no instruction guide. There's, there was no internet I could look up on when I was like a little. Kids. For real? Yeah, you know, like they need like a weird 
not wow man i don't know who would do this but they need some kind of website where you can get like instructional guide to the embarrassing awkward shit of being like a teenager mm-hmm. especially in a teenage boy so it's just like look dog you're not the only one girls you're need the that first one. girls mm-hmm. need that too i mean i was listening to a podcast the other day and and uh a lot of the women on the show were saying that uh they didn't they didn't start masturbating until some of them were 18 or most of them were like what? in their 20s oh my god yeah and 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 women are we're confused about what's going on down there too you <laughs> that know? must have been a bean flicking explosion oh yeah chloe's like you know, would make fun of me he's like surely i'm a man and i know more than you I'm like, just you know i'm catching up give me some time <laughs> and, and maybe it's it's a, a a social thing, but women are almost little girls are almost taught to be pretty and prissy and keep your pussy closed. That's mm-hmm. right. So, you know, you don't really explore down there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it's a middle thing or middle blocks that people have, but girls like to have sex too. Well, I also, I mean, I don't know if girls are comfortable having that kind of talk with their mom or if mothers are comfortable sitting their daughter down and being like, all right, so look, your clit's going to get hard and this much <laughs> Dad gave me like several talks. He gave me talks when I didn't even know what the fuck we were talking about. Talks. Like, really? Are we already talking about this shit? I don't even like girls, Dad. I, do you not see the Power Ranger and Transformers? I was like, that's you. That's your job, honey. <laughs> that's what you gotta do, though, man. Like yep. my dad told us, man. Even like I said, even before we were ready to put any of it in practice, and he didn't pull any punches. He's like, this shit is gonna feel good, man. But don't get caught up. Don't lose your fucking mind, man. Like, it's the best shit ever. But at the same time, it these girls out here, you can't trust them. You don't know these girls. Mm. You don't know what kind of diseases you're gonna get. You gotta wrap your shit up. You know what I'm saying? So he kept it real with us, but at the same time. I still did learn that shit way too early. I didn't know what to do with it, man. Yeah, I, I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned it on the show before, but I, another dude, I think I was like in grade one or something like that, he's the one who, who told me what to do to masturbate. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so I've been jacking it forever for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the tip, brother. <laughs> I was struggling, man. I, it took me forever, too, man. I was like, I, I was like getting to the precipice of it, but then like the orgasm is separate from the actual jacking off. So, like, when it was actually orgasm time, it was like, whoa, what the fuck was yeah. that? Was I about to pee all over my fucking head? Yep. I, I need yeah. to go to the bathroom to work this out. Yep. It's kind of it's kind of shocking as women, though. I mean, I, you know, I got into my 20s where I finally felt comfortable to, you know, masturbate and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's shocking to me women don't do it earlier because supposedly we have more nerve endings as women than men do with their penises. Mm. So it's like, women, we're wasting time. I was rubbing, I was rubbing it out when uh, there was nothing to rub out. Like I would just do, I would get like, I would get like a tickle sensation. I'd be like, okay, I'm done. 
But then the day came where I actually ejaculated, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? What is this? Oh. It's like a horrible science experiment gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck did I just do to this wall? Or I just broke my dick. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Then after a while, you're like, uh, I think I want to try that again. Big <laughs> 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 <been> 15 minutes. <laughs> It's about right. I told uh, somebody asked me the question one time. He said, uh, "He said how many times have you jacked it in a day?" And I said, "Geez, I don't know, maybe three, four times." And he was like, he shook his head. He's like, "Rookie." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you fellas find the time to put in that much in in a day, like three times. Mm, mm. Uh, no, a woman couldn't do that because we'd be in the bathroom for at least fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, or something. <laughs> Holding it down for like three, four hours. <laughs> yeah. We're like, damn, she's gone for quite a while. <laughs> oh, I would need a cigarette. And a Because with, like, with the woman, it's like, if you, that dude's jacking off downstairs, they're probably like, cool, I can go to sleep early. But if, if it's a woman masturbating in the house, then the dude's like, I should probably check on her. Yeah. <laughs> Concern. <laughs> it's like she's in there putting together a desk. Like, oh, you need help with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I have a tool for you if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why dudes don't really respect lesbian relationships. We're always like, hey, well, you know, if you guys get tired of fucking around, I got the real deal over here. Yes. In a case that says, in case of emergency, break glass. You know, it's funny. We're talking about on, on the show. If you could put, wouldn't it be great to have like masturbation kits? You know, <laughs> that you could sell. <laughs> what would be included in your masturbation kit? <laughs> Maybe just be like a piece of Kleenex and some Vaseline or something. <laughs> some KY and some and some Kleenex. <laughs> yeah, women would be more complex. Like vibrators and dildos. For real. And, and pillows. And um, pictures of sheets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pictures yeah. of Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> Masturbation kids, though, because the main people who fucking want them are like 12, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's against some kind of law for some creepy old dude to sell me Vaseline and a <laughs> They wouldn't understand why, why they got Angelo brown sugar in their, in their, in their uh, masturbation kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they For women, um, it would have to be a masturbation bag <laughs> and not like a little kit. A masturbation backpack. Speaking <laughs> well, while we own the case of love, my next ready thought. Am I the only one who listened to the song Computer Love by Zap and Roger and realized this song was before its time? Most people back then didn't even know or have a personal computer. And I was just wondering, <laughs> did somebody make a secret love, a love song called Facebook Cheetahs before its time? <laughs> I would love to get a soundtrack of it. And it was auto-tune. Yeah. It was auto-tune, yeah. yeah. I listened to it the other day, and I was like, Computer Love, I was like... Man, 1980s. Who the hell had a computer? Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. And uh, that song is really irrelevant. I was like, man, it was before that time. Yeah, for real. It's like almost you know somebody told him maybe he had a dream and an angel said, you know what? One day people will be able to have computer love. <laughs> I 
love that uh, in your imagination, angels are coming down to help us make sex songs in the 80s. For real. <laughs> you know what you need? The world needs more fucking. Yeah. That shit is not going good in hell. I, I know what the future will hold, and they will be a lot of penis pics. So go ahead and get it wrong. I don't know if that's a something like with a Commodore 64 or some shit. You know what, not wrong. First of all, you couldn't even like have the internet, but even if you could send like, oh, send me a picture of those titties. Okay, I'll come back in an hour when it's done. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I, is that a nip or a shadow? I don't know. I'll see in 10 minutes. <laughs> it was easier, though. You wouldn't get blasted in the face with any, like, uh, accidental she-mail pics, though, because they would, like, come in at bar at a time. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, wait a minute. That's a fucking dude. <laughs> Do you know what I tr- what I was on the other day? I tried that chat chat roulette. Have you guys ever checked that out? <sighs> no. Um, I know about it, but I heard there's so many dicks on there. It's like... Oh, my oh, God. Uh, I think I was on for maybe a minute, and I saw at least two penises wow. in a, in less than a minute. <laughs> I was like, no. one of them was mine though, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have recognized yours too. <laughs> like, what? I didn't know they were up to two PMs up there, man. Ooh. That's a lot of fucking dick. That's, that's like 120 dicks in an hour. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> I know and a lot of people have uh, uh, really are enjoying the Christmas peaks of the dick. So while we're talking about Christmas, I want to talk about one of the issues that I have. I have several issues with Christmas, but this is one of the issues I have with Christmas. Why do people who give bad gifts always want to do the damn secret Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you give terrible ass gifts. I've seen them. They're bad. They're cheap. I do not want your kids' popcorn strung necklace. No. And I give you a $25 gift card. And they always, every time they do Secret Santa, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no. They ask the other day, you want to do Secret Santa? I shook my head. I was like, no. No. Thank you. Yeah, I always feel ripped off when it comes to Secret Santa. Always. Yeah. Like, I know so, like they, they do that $20 limit or whatever. But, you know, I'll put in like $25. i will include taxes, maybe $30, right? Mm. But, man, I'll tell you, I'll get I'll get a present I know for a fact because I've seen it while I was looking for a present for my Secret Santa that's like $12. Mm. Yeah. And you went, and you know what? You saw that and you said, that would be a shitty gift. I'm exactly. And then some dude saw that and was like, yeah, Clover like this. Fuck that dude. Dirty stuff. I'm sorry, babe. Go ahead. He just said fuck that okay. dude. No. He, he, he had my I, back. I've seen people who do dirty stuff. Like at my job, people would give gift cards. So when the person goes spit it, money was already gone. People oh, what? like, no, how, yes, it's dirty. That's why I don't participate. Then people would do the thing where, what? you know how uh, Shirley would notice when you go to like Victoria's Secrets, how they have like that two for 25. Mm-hmm. Like, that's two for 25. They'll keep one to give you one. No, <gasps> give you both. I don't think that's fair. Like you said, Chloe, I see the two for twenty five. Don't give me no twelve dollar gift. Wow. Cool. No. Karen was saying I, that. Oh, you know what? Screw y'all and y'all secret Santa. No, I, I would not participate in nobody's secret Santa. I, I, agree. I agree. Fuck secret Santa. I, I have a secret Santa phobia now because I got I got. But wait, Karen was saying that she saw somebody give a gift card that had already had some spending on it. Oh. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> 
Yes, and they went, and, and, and the coworker went to go spend something, and it was already diminished. Oh my God! They basically got a gift card, bought something on it, and then gave them the gift card with the, with the max twenty five dollars. I think they should That's have. scandalous. We should create. Huh? They need to have a secret Santa where the, you vote who gave the shittiest gift. Mm. I like that. Like I at like the end that. of the day, we go, all right, so who gave the fucking gift card with $2 left? Okay, shittiest gift. You're yeah. out next year. Exactly. You know what we need in this society? Bad etiquette jail. So that way, that person would go to that jail for a couple of days. You get two days in bad etiquette jail yeah. for getting a shitty gift. Exactly. <laughs> How do you determine who goes to bad etiquette jail and real jail? Because real jail is full of bad etiquette, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, is killing somebody bad etiquette? I, don't I want to go to the nice bad etiquette jail. <laughs> Judges to do, but while we're talking about uh, bad etiquette, I want to talk about Christmas decorations. Mm. This right here pisses me off. Why do people who love Christmas decorations are Jehovah Witnesses around the holidays? They will hound your ass. Did you decorate? No. Well, why didn't you decorate? I, I don't feel like it. You sure you don't want? No, I didn't feel like it. Well, I have I have some stuff I want to give you. I don't want your shit. I don't decorate. Leave me the hell alone. You guys have some aggressive Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> Maybe it's just me, but like one of my coworkers harassed the hell out of me the other day about Christmas decorations. I was like. I don't decorate. I help others to decorate. <laughs> Last time me and Roger decorate, that shit stayed up to July. I was like, no, what? Oh, my God. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> we had our Christmas tree up for like, what, three, four months? <laughs> Literally. We're not joking. Christmas in my heart. <laughs> it stayed till April almost. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> when it, when it, I don't feel bad. And while we're talking about that, we're going to move on. I'm still, I'm in the holiday season because I know Christmas is around the corner, but I went to go see some of my family and they made me realize why I don't visit them until this time of the year, mm. like Thanksgiving, Christmas, because I realized my family's nuts. Mm. <laughs> I love them with all my heart. But they're absolutely crazy, and they're insane. And I'm glad that the people who say crazy stuff to me are old. Uh, because if they wouldn't old, I would beat the hell out of them. I'm on AARP knocking at my door with a lawsuit. <laughs> stuff the shit they say, I'm like, for real? Yeah. Be glad you're 72, and I'll break your ankle. Yeah, I'd knock your teeth out, but you, you get dentures, so... And what is it about old people? They know exactly, like, what button to push, you know? Like, like if you had a bad hair, or, 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 or like, you something occurred to you at your job, you lost your job, they bring up all that shit to you, you know? Yeah. Yep, mm. yep. And, and that's that's the biggest reason why. I know for me, uh, this podcast is like therapy for me, because I don't tell my family shit. When my real family in real life, it's going great. I could have lost my job. Roger could have divorced me, and I've been by myself. My life is wonderful, as far as you're concerned. Wow. When I lost my job, I know Karen didn't even tell her family. I didn't have a job for like, nope, I don't know, four or five months. But, I mean, I, luckily I was able to um, get a job before my severance pay ran out and all that stuff. But still, like... She just didn't even tell them, and I don't really talk to them much either. So, so what? Yeah. Like, if you would have told them, would they have just like hounded you constantly to get Rod to get a job? 
Yeah, see, that's the kind of shit they do, so I don't tell them anything. Like, when I went to go visit, they hadn't seen me in a while. And, you know, it's Thanksgiving, so, you know, everybody been eating. So, you know, I gained a few pounds. You know, every woman gains weight. You know, gains weight, loses weight. And, you know, it was like, hello, how you doing? Good to see you. It was like, oh, so you gained some weight. <laughs> oh, I was like, um, okay, yeah. And see, I've gotten to the point where I joke it off. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I like food and food like me, can't you tell? Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it gets to the point where it's like, then you wonder why I don't come around. Because mm. I come around because I want to enjoy your company. Not for you to patronize me and, and make me feel like I'm inferior to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time uh, we went down family Jewish, Karen? I told everybody's related. <laughs> we went down to uh, my grandmother's house, too. And it was the first time I've gone down there in a while. Just because before this, she would always, like, say mean things and be really rude about the fact that I wasn't able to come around a lot. Mm. And, uh, like, this, so I just was like, My family does that shit, too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, you know, like, what kind of shit is that? Like, hey, how y'all doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Where the fuck have you been? Okay, well, we'll see you guys <laughs> yeah. in three years. Yeah, it's the same thing with me. Like, uh, it's like, hey, guys, how's it going? Have you called your grandmother? Like, what? <laughs> no, no. And they know damn well I haven't called her because my grandmother's sitting there talking shit about me saying he doesn't call. Yeah, exactly. That's what my mom did to me, man. Ugh. Like, this is the first year, and, I, you know, hey, say what you want, but that three- or four-year hiatus, it must have worked because she was nice as fuck last what time. Did she it was awesome. <laughs> It, it was really cool. I stayed for like three hours. We talked about. She learned what a podcast was. Nice, <laughs> nice. So it was breaking it down for me, and it was really enjoyable. And I see, I like to spend that time and then go away for a few months and come back. I'm content with that. Yeah. You don't have to be in my everyday life. It's too much stuff to go on in your everyday life for me to uh, pick up the phone and call you like we're best friends. Yeah, you know what? It, it, it takes a while, but parents need to be reminded every once in a while that I'm independent enough to discontinue this relationship. So, you know, we can hang out and have fun. Yeah. But as soon as you start to dog out that, you know, I put on some weight or, you know, I lost my job or whatever, I'm getting the fuck out. Exactly. Support me. Don't judge me. <laughs> yeah, I told Roderick this. I said, it's going to be a long ass time for that. I told him they won't see me till next year. Mm. <laughs> Period. That, that, that's my motto. And while we're speaking of old people, maybe this is just me. But I think once you reach a certain age, you don't give a damn about being cool or fitting in. Mm-hmm. And I realized this because all of your slang never changes. You know how your old, how your dad and your mom has like that weird slang. I know down here, you know, a lot of older people have like that 70s, 80s slang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't change it. But Jive turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that like a lot of my slang hasn't changed. Yeah. And I don't give a damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> And then, you know, I don't have any kids, but when the kids look at me like, what? Auntie Karen? I'm like, you know what? Screw you two. This is my language, and I'm keeping it to the day I die. I grow up. I love the slang, man. I almost wish I could go back, like... Uh, and, ha- and use some old slang every once in a while. I want to call people jive turkeys and jack, <laughs> shit like that, young blood. Like I used to love that. That's what I used to love about playing basketball at the park when I was younger. My dad would take me out there. I'd be around his friends, and you see him like, oh, man, that old jive-ass shot or whatever. He's like, oh, man, that's so cool. <laughs> I wish I could do that. At our, at our age, in Can- well, we live in Toronto. In Toronto, a lot of people would be like, you old guy. Oh, yeah. You old guy. What's going on, guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was an annoying slang. Yeah, yeah. 
Y'all, y'all keep the A too, man. Y'all, y'all stuck with like A. I hear y'all say it every Yeah. Time. You should hear. You should hear our, our grandparents and shit say it. Oh my god. Your grandparents, not mine. Oh yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're from Haiti. Fair enough. <laughs> what, what, what's Haitian slang? What does that sound? Like? Haitian slang say it's like. Oh my god! It's it's it's. Um, what do they do? No, it's not. That's, that's <laughs> African. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, more like Haitian slang. To say, to say, Which means, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's a whole lot of, do you know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> they need to know. Yeah. <laughs> they do. And, but, and something that I've realized, and I know y'all across the border, but here in the United States, it's weird, and it makes me upset when um, I watch like Sports Center or ESPN down here, and they get upset at college athletes for not meeting certain goals and expectations. Mm-hmm. And it makes me upset. And the biggest reason why it makes me upset because last time I checked at my job, we go in and we have a meeting about my goals and expectations, mm-hmm. and we set goals and expectations for next year. And if I don't meet my goals and expectations, I get fired, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what? These niggas work for free. Right. They're not getting no money and they're not getting no income. Yeah. So I don't understand why people get upset at somebody not meeting expectations. You talking they, now? You talking about, about the on the court? Like yeah. okay, like, like basketball, like, football, well, you know, things like that. And I've always thought that was weird because I know he down here, especially down here in North Carolina, they talking about like Chapel Hill and how you know some of uh, Ro- Harrison Barnes. Yeah, they're not meeting expectations. expectations. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. I was like, y'all not paying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's especially weird too because that guy's a freshman, and the only reason that he's so ballyhooed, I think, is partially because. Carolina sucked last year, and yeah. like the more your team sucks, the better the motherfuckers who haven't played Jack get. Like it's just like we're losing games, but wait till we get this new kid. He's fucking eight feet tall, and he can jump out of the building. Like, like wow, like, he was, is this the same kid from last month? Yeah, but now he's got four arms, and he's got laser eyes. <laughs> like, so, you know, so I never believe that shit. I just I would rather see the guy play before I get all hype and. I really feel bad too because like a lot of fans turn on a fucking like seventeen year old kid. Yeah, and it's mm. not fair to them. Wow, yeah, that's fucking wrong, man. That, that's a weird like perspective to. I, I can't even imagine being seventeen years old and having that kind of like shit turned around on me. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, I, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I guess especially especially when you don't promote it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's it's different if like I'm walking around like I'm the baddest motherfucker alive. Michael Jordan, who the fuck is that? Where did <laughs> yeah. I get on campus? Yeah, it's like it's like you wake up one day, you walk into the stadium, and everybody starts booing. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow! <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I met a girl this year. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> like I did not drink before I got here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I know if you depended on me doing anything. When I was first year in college, you were let down. Yeah, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why freshman year classes are so easy. Mm. Did you Did you guys both attend black colleges, or or, or you guys yeah, went, went to, to the, the same? You guys went to the same. Okay. Yeah, Fayetteville State. Uh, it's an HBCU, historically black college. Um, so we uh, yeah, we both got the black college experiment. <laughs> it's fullest. Yeah. And, I, and, and I know y'all across the border, but most HBCUs uh, down in the United States are in the poorest neighborhood in the city. Did you call it HBCU? 
Yeah, it's like historically black collegiate university or something like wow. that. Wow. <laughs> is there any is there any famous uh, people coming out of there? Or? Yeah, yeah, like Martin Luther King. Oh, oh crazy. Jesse Jackson. We don't have that here in Canada. We don't have like black colleges. Oh my God! I just saw Jesse Jackson in that uh, Eyes on the Prize with the, the Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my God, he's got an afro that's like a foot off his head. He's got a big ass <laughs> medallion, and he's and he's fucking yelling at people, man. I was like, that's he's not like, Jesse I'm Jackson. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm so used to Jesse Jackson being like so like like lower like a little bit demure I guess like he's just a little bit more and he's just speaking you know mm. but on, on this video he was like fucking all up in people's he shit he was young and black <laughs> that, that is the thing about uh, Jesse Jackson and I, you know I tried to tell people a while back but it's like let's not get caught up in just what he's done today like his biggest sin was living mm. like if he would have just died back then we'd be like and hey, they killed Jesse too <laughs> so he made it to 2010 we're like you just shut the fuck up and let him out let your legacy speak for yourself. For real, just shush, shush, Like, he grew up with real racism, and that was what you did, is you made, like, a big fuss about it. Mm. And then people would pay attention, like, people who actually had political power and influence would be like, oh, we really should stop beating those niggers or whatever. And they're like, yeah, let's get back. And, 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 like, with Jesse now, like, Jesse does it now, and it's over shit like, yeah, so they skipped this black girl in line, and they got to the lunch line faster than her. And he's like, what? I don't make a deal about this. I know, man. Call Sharpton. We're both going down there. Well, it's... It, 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 <laughs> it, it, coalition and everybody. I guess it goes back to the slang that we talked about. You know, you're not going to change your slang, right? As you get older. So there he's not going to change nice. his ways, yeah, right? There you that's, go. What, that's what he's about from back then. So he's just going to continue that. Yeah, there's, there's a weird feeling, though, sometimes. Like, and I get this more from Al Sharpton, where it's like he sees it as a venue to just put himself in the limelight a little bit more. You know, like he'll, he'll just like the, the example Rod gave about like a you know a girl being cut in front in line, and then you know he, he's like fucking front page news, fucking all up in the CNN and stuff like that. And it's to, it gets to the point where you can start to read an agenda through mm-hmm. all that activism, yeah. and that's where it starts to lose credibility. On my in my perspective, anyways, we don't have a. That's, that's what happened. They started making money off of racial issues. Mm. Once you turn something into a business. Hey man, you got fucking like you have a baseline you have to fill. So if shit ain't going down, then you ain't making no money. You ain't on TV. Your your radio shows not getting great ratings. So you need some racist shit to happen. So all of a sudden, maybe you lower the bar a little bit. You like okay? Yeah, you become fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Wow, we don't. I, I don't think in can. No, we don't have a Al Sharpton type of personality in Canada. I guess we, we don't. We're shipping ours out if you want them. No, no. <laughs> no. We'll, sure, go ahead. We'll, we'll send them to none of it. Yeah. There you go. He can speak on behalf of the natives up there. Exactly. Mm. Even the natives are gonna be like, no, brother, please, <laughs> no. I don't. Y'all have we don't need the same. Y'all have enough hair care products to use his, uh, his, his activator. Good. You know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's cold up there. It, it is. It would. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard, uh, I saw. Sorry? I said, his Jericho might get frostbite. It's cold. Shit starts breaking off. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I saw Karen, t- or I think it was, I, I, one of you guys tweeted that it was cold <laughs> in North Carolina. <laughs> I was like, what? 
I, I did that to fuck with people that are at colder places. Uh, you did. You got me because fucking it was like minus forty two here the other day. It was the first, the first, the first wow. time no, we don't get that cold. Oh, the first time we moved here in Edmonton, I said, "Clove, you brought me to hell. This is hell on earth." <laughs> I understand. This place is cold. You could step outside with a bottle of Coke. And it takes like what three minutes or something to, that yeah, it starts freezing because the air is really dry too, eh? So yeah, it'll, it'll freeze quick. Oh yeah. So a lot of people when they have parties, they'll just leave their drink outside. Yeah, just leave it out on the porch. Just go get go go on the balcony and get a beer. Yeah. Can you remember somebody say run to the freeze? I'm like run outside and get that coke on the back porch, boy. For real. And what we're speaking about North Carolina here, they passed a law that went into effect January the first. That now it's a felony offense to uh, kill animals. But you know what? You only get a few days in jail and a fine for beating your wife. I realize that the white man, he doesn't care that much about vagina. No. I, mean, I would disagree. I think it's yeah, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I think he he cares so much about vagina, he's like, I only want to be locked up for two days for that shit. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll get my mind right and come back and try again. Like, you can lock him up, you fuck with dogs, you can go to jail forever. That's that's different, but pussy, no. So what does that mean? Second what does that mean that, that you can't kill animals? Like you can't hunt or anything like that? Not that you can't hunt, but you know, like for animal cruelty, like mm. to choke them or starvation right. or something like that. Make them watch Tyler Perry movies. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. They should go to jail for that shit. Because uh, they'll charge you with a felony crime. Now, can you- I, I was thinking it's just amazing that you get charged for a felony crime for killing something that can't speak English. <laughs> but, but you know what? The, the coochie is the most valuable thing on the face of the planet. Ooh. But you get a few days and, and a fine for that's why I get mad at women. Women, we need to, you know, uh, own the power of the pussy, you know? Yeah, Prince had it right when he had that sign, that pussy control. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, Can you guys, uh, I guess, um, define a felony versus a non-felony? Because I, I keep hearing that, but I don't know what that is. Oh, all right. A felony is like shit where you have mandatory prison sentences. So, like, if you get a felony charge then you have to uh, basically do whatever the minimum time is. Like, you do federal time. Um, and it's, it's basically a more strict punishment as compared to a misdemeanor, where sometimes the times fluctuate. You might not even go to a federal penitentiary. You might get off a good probation. Yeah, yeah. So they plead things down to misdemeanor a lot, which gives the judge a lot more leeway in the courtroom mm. to decide what kind of punishment you're going to get as opposed to federal crimes where you pretty much don't have any leeway. you got to serve that shit. So if you know somebody that's been charged with a felony, you know that he's been to jail. Yeah, like oh, yeah. felony drug possession, you, you going go to prison. For a long time. Wow. Yeah. yeah, a lot and of states here, especially in California, got the three strikes, you're out, like three felony strikes, and you, you're gone for the rest of your life mm. type thing. I heard that you guys, um, that in the states, it's um, the federal prisons aren't as bad as the state prisons. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, but, I mean, our federal prisons are, like, it's, it's kind of like if you go to a state prison or whatever, it's normally for shorter time. Mm. But, I mean, obviously federal prisons are still, like, they're within states, but they're just run by the feds. Yeah, we, it's, it's the opposite up here where it's the provincial um, prisons aren't as bad as the federal prisons. Damn. Yeah, my mom, uh, she was 
well, yeah, she went. To, she she did like five years in jail for attempted murder. She winded up like trying to cut this guy's face up or something. Yeah, she didn't take her pills. Yeah, she's uh, she's literally. We talked about crazy parents. She's literally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and okay. she she went to jail and uh, she had to go to like federal prison, but and it's supposedly worse than provincial prison. Just talking to a parole officer. But anyways. Well, well, you know what, uh, Chloe? Uh, me and you might be related then. <laughs> and the reason why, because you were talking about that, my mama takes medication and things too, because I thought about that. Wow, it is a small world. Mm. Like, are you sure we didn't come from the same mama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man. she was all paranoid, and we were living in Montreal at the time. And yeah, she like, had a fucked up childhood, man. She, yeah, yeah she she, it was really bad. Yeah, so she, she I don't know. It, you know when people take, they have to take their pills, and after a while, the pills are helping them feel better. So then they start thinking they don't need it anymore. I feel great. I don't need to take these fucking pills. Yes, because you're taking the pills. Uh, <laughs> you know? Right. And then yeah. um, and then she got all paranoid and she started thinking that people were against her out of work and then maybe they were planning shit against her and plotting against her and stuff yeah, like that. She yeah, she just lost it and yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on one second, guys. I wanna check the settings on my um, computer real quick. Hold on. Sure. Oh, we got a visitor too, so good timing. How did you get that up here? Keep breaking the is she keep breaking the gates or something? <laughs> Hi sweetie. Hi sweetie, hi. You want some Aw Hot. Do you want some french fries? It's hot. Yeah. Do you want some french fries? That's why I was not there. Oh, uh, guys, I just found out that we weren't recording that first part. You know what? Oh. You you guys are safe because we recorded. Thank you. Uh, I was wondering what the fuck was up. I was looking at the button like, wait a minute. Why isn't the, the stop button up there? Yeah, we well, got we got about cool, man. a minute and 15. Oh, an hour and 15 minutes. An hour a minute. An hour and 15 minutes. Huh? We've been recording for about an hour and 15 minutes. Yes. All right, cool, man. Well, shit, then. Yeah, if you can send that to us, we'll edit it we, out, man. We will, oh. yeah. We will. Hey, All right, um, whenever you, y'all let us know when we're ready, man. Y'all can take a break or whatever. Yeah. But whenever y'all ready, we'll come back and just do the news. Oh, okay. Um, Chloe's just taking up, um, the little one upstairs. Oh, thank oh, God you guys are recording. recording. <laughs> I was looking at that button and I was like, why is, is that bothering me that the record button is there? And I was like, cause the stop button's not there. What the fuck? It's not recording. <laughs> what are you, uh, are you using Audacity? No, we use Pamela. Oh. And, um, it, it's supposed to automatically record, but every once in a while it fucks up, man. I, oh, okay. I don't know why it does that. No, we were debating, and then we're like, no, we gotta get in the habit of recording, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I set it to auto-do it, so I'm very surprised that it didn't just start doing this. Maybe it's because you guys called us instead of us calling you. You know what? It, oh. that, it, it might be set like that, too. I don't know. I'm checking the options You know right what? That's now. a good point. That Probably that's what it is. What? Oh, because they, they use Pamela, and maybe because we call uh, them instead of them calling us, it probably didn't start it up. Because it starts automatically? Oh, yeah, okay. I just changed the settings. That shit won't happen. Yeah, again. because I, 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 cause <laughs> it normally automatically records. That's because we normally call out, but you guys called us. So um, the setting that he had was not prompt to record if we get an incoming call. Yeah, oh. well, it is now. Fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> so we're recording now? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll let it continue. Now, but, you know, so let's I, I get back to some motherfucking podcasting. 
You curse a lot. Jack Karen's random thought switch. Uh, I enjoy it. I always do. So I'm mad y'all do. Always appreciative of taking time <laughs> off from saying my crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I love let it. Let people know that I'm married to a crazy person. It's nothing. <laughs> it's not just me getting over it. I it's, know. And a lot of people think it's just him. And they think I'm just this laid back, sit back. Reserve, yes, woman who just sits in the kitchen and cooks all day. <laughs> I think they think you sleep all day. But like, <laughs> yes, me that's too. semantics. Uh, it's nice to meet all other fellow crazy people like like myself. Because sometimes <laughs> I, I, I've been saying that to Chloe for years. I know I'm crazy. I'm, I'm, I have to embrace it. Yeah, knowing you guys, I think all black people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine like if somebody's like white and they're not from America, they probably think it's still like the sixties over here because I just am racially sensitive. I like to talk about racial shit, it's fun, you know, yes. nothing really can do about it. But um I guarantee they're just like, Oh my god, it's so racist over there, don't go. Yeah, so a lot of people are like that. They was like, I listen to your podcast, but you guys are a little racist. No, we love everybody, we're really good. <laughs> <laughs> me saying the N word was being racist all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just my—it's my favorite word. What can I do? I know. How do you guys do that? I'm—I'm I'm, oh, I'm not comfortable with the word personally. I mean, I know I say it, but it, yeah. it just takes—it takes—it comes with hesitation can, when you, I say yeah, it. Yeah, you can see when you when you say it, Shirley. There's there's the, a little bit more yeah. energy you need to like yeah, spend on like, it. Yeah, it's like I gotta breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the N word, God, please give me the yeah. <laughs> energy to say it. I'm always. I'm, it's like Paul Moody said on his stand up, where he's like, I love that word. It's my favorite word. I say it every day when I wake up. Nigga, 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 makes my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> makes my teeth white. Paul Moody is the shit. Yeah, it is, man. Alright, so speaking of niggas. Uh, <laughs> Rapper Curtis Blow caught with marijuana. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> like, okay, th- the first thing I want to know before I read this shit: <laughs> what is the statute of limitations as being defined as a rapper? Like, if you're, like, if he died at like 140, <laughs> is is it still a rapper? Curtis Blow dies. Is that like I the extent of his fucking life? And it's a, the biggest for real, right? It's almost like when you become a rapper, it's like it's like you get pinned with like a Nobel Prize or something like that. Like you, that's how you'll be known forever. I know, but <laughs> but to be considered a rapper at eighty five, you know, yeah, like this dude has not rocked the mic for quite a while. I'm willing to bet. Yes. Exactly. You know, like if you went to a, a, a show and they were like, "Hey, man, so Drake's gonna be here. Lil Wayne's gonna be here." Jay-Z, and the fucking headline is Curtis Blue. Get the fuck out of this club. Yeah, you'd be getting out of there, but there'd be a lot of geriatric guys coming in with their wheelchairs and be like, you. I'm ready for this, Jack. (laughs) Get these young jive turkeys off the stage so we can hear Curtis Blow. (laughs) You still rap with that cadence where it's like, I used to live downtown. Count Curtis Blow is someone else who may not be too happy with the new airport security policies. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed to CNN that the legendary rapper was caught legendary. Wait, did you call him Count Curtis Blow? It, yes. well, it says... 
count Curtis Blow as someone. Oh. So it's like, you know, counting him. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was count, like a count of some European country or something. <laughs> Dracula knighted him? <laughs> oh, so the Los Angeles Police Department confirmed to CNN that the legendary rapper was caught with marijuana at Los Angeles International Airport on Thursday after a security screening. Curtis Blow Walker. Wait, so Blow really was his name? Wow. <laughs> that is interesting. I really thought that Curtis Blow was like, yeah, like, oh, I blow these motherfuckers away. Like, <laughs> uh, so Curtis Blow Walker was sighted by Los Angeles Airport Police at approximately 5.45 a.m. on December 2nd at Terminal 7 while undergoing TSA security screening. Uh, said, said a statement released by police. Walker was cited for violation of California health and safety code, uh, misdemeanor possession of less than 28.5 grams of marijuana, and release. Well, like his hit song says in the 1980s, these are the breaks. Throw that shit in the article. Like, this is going to be for more. <laughs> Is it and then what is what is fucking possession in California? I thought they like ruled that uh, you could have drugs. What's just like yeah. Yeah. What? No, no, they they remember they brought that down. They banned that. Nah, uh, Schwarzenegger passed. No, no, no. They didn't legalize weed. Oh, Schwarzenegger okay. basically said, "Look, we're passing the law. We if motherfucker just got a little weed on them, leave him alone. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? If he's smoking the shit right there." Let them go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, you can smoke it in your house. Yeah, it's a little more lax in Canada. Canada is the weed. Well, the weed laws are really lax. Mm-hmm. Thank God. As cold as it is up there, man, you gotta have something. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Forty-six. Like the, the bud is freezing on the porch, and the fucking weed is in the house. I could imagine that. That is too cold for me, y'all. All right, yeah, it so is, it's cold. Speaking of cold, when boys dress like girls for Halloween—that's the name of this article. Oh. When a five-year-old Kansas City... Now, me and Karen don't have kids. Clove and Shirley do have kids. Okay. So we're going to get some different perspectives probably here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a five-year-old Kansas City boy decided he wanted to be Daphne from Scooby-Doo... <laughs> That's so gay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, all right. So he wanted to be Daphne from Scooby-Doo. Well, at least he picked the hot one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thelma, I don't know, man. I, I would want to fuck the shit out of Thelma, man. <laughs> really? Thelma? She'll go for what she fucking knows. Wait, is Thelma the one with the glasses? Yeah. Yes. She's got booty, too, don't she? <laughs> She's got booty in the school uniform. Yeah. <laughs> she got a little bit of ass. I would definitely fuck Thelma before um, Daphne, though. Even though Daphne is the hot one. Daphne's kind of a little stuck up and dumb. Yeah. That was yeah. smart, man. She fucking... I think she'd get it in, man. I think, yeah, she looks like a freak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she probably... Them Kama Sutra books... Did, did, did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know she had, like, the thigh socks or some shit. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, she's got the whole Japanese type of schoolgirl thing going on. Yeah. She's yeah. a slut. She could have got matching thongs. Daphne looks, like, Daphne looks like one of those girls that you get in the bed... And then she don't want to do nothing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, she don't want to sweat her hair out. Yeah, she's like, I've been pretty all my life. Just don't sweat on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't Thelma. She'll appreciate the dick. Anyway. <laughs> while, while the boy's friends like the pink velvet dress and orange wig costume, some of the mothers at his school expressed disapproval. 
uh, disapproval. The boy's mother wrote an impassioned defense of her son's costume choice on a blog called Nerdy Apple Bottom. That's not helping her son at all. <laughs> um, if you think that me allowing my son to be a female character for Halloween is somehow going to make, and make is in quotations, make him gay, then you are an idiot. Firstly, what a ridiculous concept. Secondly, if my son is gay, okay, I will love him no less. Thirdly, I am not worried that your son will grow up to be an actual ninja, so back off. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that I think that uh, he probably is gay. <laughs> Another child. See, that's what happens when you have kids. <laughs> like, well, first of all, man, me and my brother, like, we used to fuck with my mom sometimes. We, like, we wait till she left the house, and then we go put on her shoes and prance around in her shoes and shit. And she'd come in and see us, like, wearing her, fucking up her heels and whoop our ass. Now, neither one of us turned out to be gay. <laughs> All right, and I don't. I don't even wear heels anymore. I stopped that shit. I cut it out cold turkey. I'm glad you did. Sure, yeah. sure you did. You can wear mine. My feet too small. <laughs> we fucked up some heels though. I know my mom was pissed. Yeah, heels are expensive. So I don't. But I'm just saying that doesn't make you gay. But going out for Halloween dressed as a girl. Mm. That's the first sign. <laughs> yeah. How long did she give him the wig? See. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say you take look. I say she needs to find out if he's gay or not, and just start. You know, maybe put it on the oxygen channel. <laughs> how long he stays on there? Yeah, you know? if he's if he's gay, he's gay. You know, I mean, I knew a guy whose uh, whose son must have watched like two Wong Fu three times a day. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, you know, we were all kind of like, yeah, he's gay. He's gay. But yeah. I I think with kids. I mean, most kids, boys, girl, boys, they do. And our son did it. He wore my high heel shoes. I think it's the fact that he wants to go outside. That's a huge right. sign that he's gay. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. kids do do dress up like you know opposite sex or whatever. But it's a fact. Yeah, the fact he wants to go outside is a huge sign. He wants to show everybody. Yeah, we uh, saw. Um, well, when I was like, I don't know. I guess I want to say fifteen, sixteen. We had our cousins that we would go over their house sometimes and. <laughs> One of them was like, we didn't like going down there. I don't know. If, hopefully they don't listen to this shit. But we did not like going down there. They had like roaches and shit. Uh-huh. It, was, it was not a good look, man. I never slept a good night when I slept over there. Ever. You know what? I like, oh, what the fuck was that? Everybody has that family member. I had I had a friend who whose house was just infested with cockroaches, and I I, I feel your pain because I remember like crashing there, and I couldn't sleep. I'm tired as fuck the next day because I'm I'm half awake. Like worried that a roach is gonna crawl in my ear. Mm. Yes, and they would be like, um, they would say stuff like, "Oh, those roaches keep coming from the next door neighbor." I'm like, "Come on, man, nah. this is y'all third apartment." Exactly. Exactly. Your, at this point, these are your y'all, roaches. Yeah. Y'all are picking them up and moving them with you like pets. I would go over to like barbecues, and they would have like just a meat out on the counter, like all the the what they cook, like the, the hamburgers, mm. and there would be like flies landing on it and shit. And I'd be like, "I'm not eating that." And then and they would walk over and just shoo the flies away and just uh, yeah just start making their burger and I'm like you guys are gross and and you know flies they suck the stuff up and by the time you shoo them they they suck up whatever that they've landed on and yeah it was they, gross man and it they was, vomit yeah. back on the food yeah, yeah it was gross, it's gross. yeah, yeah. well anyway so we were down there and um 
<laughs> this is so ridiculous. Oh my god. We were sitting in the kitchen, like talking or like making these the government bologna and cheese sandwich. Um, and and like we're you know, I was just asking about his older brother, man, and I guess his older brother had come out the closet mm. and I didn't know. Up until that point I just kinda thought he like I was young, I didn't know gay straight, I didn't give a fuck. I just thought he was kind of a sissy, like, you know, he's He's, he's a punk. He's not, he doesn't want to fight. He's not a guy's guy. That's all I knew about him. Little girl. Man, this motherfucker came into the house and he had on um, thigh high leather boots and he's like this booty cut shorts. Oh my God. Like the Daisy Dukes. And then like, uh, and then like this tank top that was cut to show like his midriff. So, and he walks oh in God. and he just, like, like it's nothing. He's just like, oh, hey, Roderick. Hey, Rodney. I'm like, I, like, it was like, if, if, if I had seen a ghost, I was speechless. And it's like, he goes and like walks into the back. And I, as soon as he left, I started laughing so hard. Tears are coming out my eyes. Like, I'm trying to keep it in. Me, me, I, every time I looked at my brother, I'm losing my shit. Meanwhile, my other cousin, who is his brother, you know, my other cousin, he's calm and collected. Like none of this, like none of this shit matters. Like, what the fuck you How are you just sitting here making the fucking bologna sandwiches? Like this shit didn't just happen. And then he came back in and he's like. Uh, so what's so funny or whatever? I'm so sick of you. What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. So um, it was just fucking weird, man. He actually died like a while after that. Like he moved to Atlanta. Um, you know, kind of better for gay people. Yeah. Um, there and then he um like he actually died like a few years ago. He uh and he died from AIDS with you know stereotypes. So I'm sure motherfuckers are mad about that. Wow. But, when we went to his funeral, even there was this like um, transvestite dude there that was like ultra blonde with like bleached skin, mm. like to the point where they just look like like a mannequin or something, like not even wow. human. And um, but it was funny though because when we were walking in, uh, I noticed that that's definitely a dude. Like I noticed that before my brother. <laughs> I, just, I just go to my brother like, hey, check that out, man. What do you think, man? You want to hide? You want to holler at that guy? And now he's like, what are you talking about? Oh no! Hell no! Even if they caught us laughing, man. Oh my god! I remember I was at the YMCA, and um, my girlfriend and I, after high school, we used to go all the time. And they went to the gay YMCA. Yeah, it was it was in the gay district of Toronto, downtown Toronto, which is really gay. As Wellesley and pretty gay. (laughs) (laughs) You went to the gay gay YMCA. Did you just like walk in the locker room and girls like eating each other out? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, welcome to the YMCA. Here's your vibrator. Yeah, no, I, I, I've been to a, I've been to that YMCA and and guys are just a little too comfortable having naked conversations yeah. with each other. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've like seen talking like dicks almost touching. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I've seen I've seen dudes talking to each other while they're like helicoptering their junk. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? They're like reaching down and they're just like swirling it in their hand. And I'm like, 
why are you trying to get a semi-chub talking to this dude? What they're the fuck? They're trying to concentrate as they're having yeah. a conversation. Yeah, that, hap- that happened to me at the gym at my in the downstairs in the basement of my work. And I was there, and some guy, I just finished getting out of the shower, and, you know, I just washed my hair, I got my towels around me. And I came out, and he's like, and he starts talking to me, and he's doing the same thing. He's fucking flipping his junk. I was, <laughs> it's fucking, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh. Guys' locker rooms are a little too gay for me. I, I, I have not taken a shower in a while since I was a little kid and learned how to swim because like and even if you go in there just like okay let me change my shirt and get the fuck out of here yeah like yeah. dudes are talking and they're like their dick is at like you can't sit at the bitch yeah. their dick is at yeah. high level like, yeah oh yeah, you have to strategically uh, uh, pick where you're going to sit because, like, you can kind of like gauge the room where the the conversations are going, and you strategically pick where they're most likely not going to come around, just so you can use a bench. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I get I get in and the fuck out of there. It's like yeah. an airstrike. <laughs> Go ahead, grab my shit, get the fuck out. I don't need to see any dicks in my life, man. Yeah. Some guys are in there I just having conversations. Cold. And- Cold. There's one dude. He weighs himself. Right. Mm. He weighs himself. Every fucking day, he weighs himself at the same time, but he takes his towel off. Hey, man, I don't need a fucking towel weighing. I just put the towel. I don't need a fucking towel. I've seen guys do that. I've seen guys do that. I want to be completely naked. Yeah. I want to get my true weight. Oh. <laughs> fucking oh, I'm ridiculous. Sorry, I'm sorry, Charlie. I know you were talking about the gay. No, I was okay. gonna. <laughs> no, I mean they could easily take a, a towel as soon as they get there, weigh that, and then subtract it to whatever the fucking they, they yeah, weigh. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what the towel weighs at this point? Jesus Christ! Are you a boxer? Are you trying to make weight? What the fuck Another thing, another thing I don't like is those fucking steam rooms, because the guys will go into the steam rooms naked. No. Yeah. That shit's hot though. It's hot in there. It's not just hot. It's fucking gross, man. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's how we were at the Y. And there's this dude who's he's this really corny fucking dude. Uh, he barely comes in there, but when he can't comes in, he's always trying to be my friend. Like I don't know why, but. He's always talking to me, and um, he, I think he likes dark meat too. <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's gay, but shit, I can't. Anyway, we're playing basketball, man, and like he, like you know, game's over. I'm talking on the sideline with a couple dudes, and he fucking leaves, and he comes running back in like ten minutes later. He's like, "There's and loud as fuck. There's people around kids. He's like, there's a fucking fag." Sitting in the fucking steam room with oh nothing, nothing on. And I was just like, first wow. of all, why'd you come tell me? <laughs> like, why Quick why? rod, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like did my Google alert uh to pop up or some shit? I don't give a fuck, man. And he just goes on like a five second, I don't know, five second rant about gay people and mad oh shit. And I'm just like, dude, it's not oh, damn. Get the fuck away from me. I don't even want people associating me with this conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're straight, but how did he not know you're not went gay? I don't. Uh, that's what I told him. I, I told him to his face, I was like, "How do you know? There's four dudes over here. How do you know that one of us isn't gay?" Mm. Like, oh man, I'm not saying that they're the, the gay, like you know, the fag or whatever. I'm just saying, like, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the gayest shit of all time. You coming to run to tell me? Yeah, yeah. That fag shit going on. I don't care. 
Uh, stop calling people fags. Yeah, We're in public at a church place. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an acceptable word. Yeah, I don't even talk like that in regular life. Why do I in public to talk like that in front of people? No thanks. No, I was going to say that one time um, at, when I was at the Y, and it was the one time that I decided, okay, I'm going to take a shower. Because I, like you, I'm the same way. I don't care you know, if I'm sweaty. I'm yeah. going to drive home to take a shower. And, you know, I get my stuff, I drive home, take my shower. But the one time that I decided, okay, I'm almost too sweaty, I'm going to take a shower. And I, I, I was getting ready, and I, our, we, we, we were a group of people because we go about three times a week to play volleyball. So so some of us, we would all wait with uh, for each other, and then at the end of the day, or at the end of the volleyball session or whatever, we'd all go and have some Taco Bell and hang out or whatever, right? So our Okay, wait, I, I gotta stop you. Did you hear that? She went and worked out I and know, then went to go I get know. Taco Bell afterwards. I know, right? <laughs> Who does that? You go work out and then you go to Taco Bell. Great workout, guys. Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> I didn't mean to call y'all like that, baby. Go ahead. I do the same thing. When I I was calorie counting, I would fucking allow for the workout. Like, all right, so cool. I can fucking eat now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Sorry to interrupt your story, baby. So I'm I'm getting ready, right? And and I'm I'm, I'm trying to dry my hair and everything. And then there's this lady that's standing next to me, right? And I'm thinking to myself, she was blonde. And I was like, damn, that woman is tall. That's the tallest woman I've ever seen in my life. You know? And then I'm just like doing my thing and then it's bothering me. I'm like, damn, that's just, she's just way too tall. That's just not normal. So I decide to look over and all I can see, because she's so tall, I didn't even see her face. The first thing I'm looking at is her neck. And and then lo and behold, the neck has a little bump. And I'm like, no. It was it was a man. It was like a trainee in the woman's locker room, and I'm thinking, wait a second. No, you need to get the fuck out. <laughs> what's the yeah, What's the rule here? technically a man. Yeah. What is the rule on that? She can have sex changes, things like that, which is a whole other thing. But if you don't have a sex change, you're a man. I don't even. I'm not sure about that sex change thing. I mean, like if if your chromosome says male. And you're a man. But what if the tranny has like is half half like like no sex change, but did the breasts and everything, and and worked on the voice and taking hormones? Can they be in the girls' locker room? Well, if they're half and half, then I'm gonna stop that download before the picture finishes. <laughs> no, but seriously though, if, um, I do wonder about that because I mean, if they physically aren't attracted to women, I guess. For them, it's no big deal, but it seems like it would be a big deal for everybody else. Right. I was confused. I was just standing there. I'm like, is she supposed to be here? (laughs) The funniest funniest tranny I saw was a dude, and I swear you could see some stubble coming off his face, and it was right downtown Toronto at Young and and Dundas, and uh, he was walking like he was ready to kick somebody's ass. Like, he had some heels on, and he was just, like, like, doing this real, like, strong, like, just a manly walk that didn't belong in these women's clothes. Yes. And I'm telling you, it looked like he had lost a bet. Like, his buddies were like, if you lose, you gotta walk downtown Toronto wearing nothing but chick clothes. And he looked pissed as fuck. Like, the look on his face was like, I, I say something. Yeah. Say something to me. Yeah. And no, yeah. everybody was laughing downtown. <laughs> every... Not, it was not one person that was not laughing. But everybody that was laughing looked scared to laugh, too. Because yeah. I was one of them. I was like... <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the thing. Like, I have that laugh at shit that I don't understand disease. So, like, I got to stay away from shit like that. I'm going to end up with an ass whooping or something. For real. That's not an ass whooping you can live down. No. I got to buy a transvestite. <laughs> no, that, that, that'll stay with you forever. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, this lady basically says, look, my son might be gay and shit. I think the best thing was her fucking retort. So, I'm moving on to the next story because I don't really care about the rest of that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ meets Bigfoot. More irrelevant atheist ads or irrever- irreverent atheist ads set to hit Canadian cities. Mm-hmm. So I guess the atheists up in Canada, man, they don't, they don't fuck around, dog. Um, the atheist group behind last year's controversial bus ad suggesting that there's probably no God is rolling. <laughs> Oh, sorry. It's rolling out a provocative new set of posters on buses across the country that places Allah beside Bigfoot and Christ beside psychics. So the new posters bear the slogan, Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. With Allah, Bigfoot, UFOs, homeopathy, Zeus, psychics, and Christ. Listen below. Oh, that's stirring up some shit, man. Dude, you have to post those pictures up on your site, man, because I, I haven't seen those ads at all. Where are they? Where in Canada are wow. they putting this? Yeah, we just found out there's a creationist museum in Alberta. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. We gotta go before... Yeah, we gotta check that shit out. Take mm-hmm. the pictures. Um, well, I, I'm gonna paste and, and cop, copy and paste and send you guys the link through Skype, but um, it says uh, they will hit Toronto streetcars in January. What? Pen- Pending final approval from Toronto Transit Commission, um, said Justin Trottier, or Trottier, uh, National Executive Director of the Center for Inquiry, an atheist organization. That's a good name for an atheist organization. Like, you shouldn't name it, like, something to be a dick. It should be, oh, it's the Center for Inquiry. What are you inquiring about? That there's no fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if if they would have named it some shit like, God is dead and you're stupid for thinking he's alive, then it it probably would have gotten met with uh, some... Yeah, this thing might actually pass. Um, (laughs) I don't know. after the Toronto debut, the, organi- the organization plans to post the ads to buses in, buses in Calgary, Vancouver, Ottawa, uh, Saskatoon, and Montreal. Uh, yeah, that bus you see in that picture there—that's a Toronto bus. That's, that's a, a that's a TTC yep. bus. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dog, they getting it in, man. Mm. How do they do that? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, there's that religious um, document. Well, I don't know if it's a documentary, but it's it's this thing where uh, Bill Maher talks about this stuff, and he said like atheists comprise of like thirty percent of North Americans. That's a big number. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm, man, I'm telling you, dude, that, like, I don't really know what the fuck happens after people die. I'm not going to pretend, but it is pretty fucking ballsy for the atheists to be like, yeah, let me put this on the side of a bus. Yeah, they know? might they might as well put pictures of two two birds up, you know, just two fingers sticking out saying, fuck yeah. you. And especially with the Allah shit, because like, you know, Muslims don't fuck around, dog. You can't be fucking mm-hmm. with their religion and shit. Yep. The surrounding bus is gonna be blowing up, going down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm a big believer of if you, I, what you believe in is what you believe in. I mean, that's that's fine. You know, like if you if you have a code that you live to, then that's great. Mm-hmm. But don't don't. And this goes for atheists out there too. Don't try and tell somebody that they're doing it wrong if they're living their lives right and they're not hurting anybody. They're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, man. And I, and I like I like that. I never had that perspective until you said it. Like, you know, having a code of ethics or a code for yourself. Yeah. You know, you got to respect what people's codes are. Yeah. And if, if it's Allah or God or Bigfoot, 
<laughs> or Chewbacca. <laughs> their, pre- their previous ad, which ran January 2009, said, there's probably no God. Now stop worrying and enjoy your life. Wow. <laughs> and that appeared in Toronto, Ottawa, Calgary, and Montreal for about a month. Wow. Um, yeah, man. So I don't know. They're going in up there, man. Uh, let's see. Police. That's, uh, I guess, who told the the journalist this story. I don't know why they always have to be like, police said this shit. Anyway, <laughs> man man wrongly text drug officer offer to prosecutor. So police say an Indiana man was arrested after mistakenly sending text messages to a prosecutor about drugs he was trying to sell. So the prosecutor is actually the person who is bringing the charges against yes. you in court. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so he just texted the motherfucker all the evidence he needs. Um, <laughs> wow. The Herald Times of Bloomington reports that 26-year-old Marshville man uh, sent last month a, to Deputy Prosecutor Courtney Swank on her department-issued cell, cell phone. The, uh, the text read, Roxy2015, hey, buddy, just wondering if you need any 40s. Um, Is he talking about oh, beer? That's that slang. I don't know. He spelled 40s wrong, too. But um, let's see. Police tell the newspaper the wording refers to oxycodone and other prescription drugs. Uh, the man is charged with dealing in a controlled substance, possession of a controlled substance, and public intoxication. So, I don't know. I would lie and say I was talking about getting some beer, but yeah. who knows? I, I would lie, period, and say I just, you know, just as a joke, I send this to my friends sometimes. Yeah. Like, like, that's bullshit. Yeah, unless they have literally caught him with drugs already. Maybe that's what it is. He's already on trial or something. Yeah, I've seen The Wire. I know how this shit goes down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I call Omar and get on that ass. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, The Wire, Idaho snowman uh, shaped like KKK member of Paul's local residence has nothing to do with The Wire. Um, A white supremacist... Oh, wait. Not supremacists. A white separatist. <laughs> We're not better than you. We just fucking hate your ass. We just want to build a fence. We just want to build a fence. Just stay on your side. <laughs> the white separatist drew complaints from neighbors at, at, and a visit from the law enforcement officers after building a snowman shaped like a member of the Ku Klux Klan on his front lawn. Um, I wonder which member of the Ku Klux Klan it was shaped like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hard to tell them apart under the hood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kootenai, or Kootenai? I don't know how you pronounce that, that shit. Either. County sheriff's deputies told Mark Ilyson, uh or Ilyuson. <laughs> why, why do why Where would you get a song like that? Yeah. That sounds like Idaho. a That sounds like a Louisiana name. Right. You're in fucking Idaho, dude. Act right. Um, <laughs> that, that he could be that he could be charged with a crime because the ten foot tall snow ten foot tall. Put some fucking work in. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody knows my ignorance. <laughs> my racism. The rest of you guys and your little small KKK members that could be a ghost or a KKK member. <laughs> I'm burning crosses and making snowmen. Come on. <laughs> I didn't put in some time. I uh, was holding what appeared to be a noose. Just in case. Jesus Christ. For a fucking chore. Wow. Those, those clan guys are the most unimaginative dudes ever. I know, right? Like, <laughs> it's going to all year round. 
like, but you got to give it to those clans guys though, because when they do something that's racist, it is the clearest form of racism <laughs> that there is, and it's not this subtle kind of like under the cover kind of racism. It's like in your face. <laughs> me and Shirley, me and Shirley had our tire slash, our two back tire slash, and we started to go through the whole thing like because we, we just moved into this neighborhood and we're like, fuck, you know, is it because we're fucking, you know, we're an interracial couple? Is that what's going on here? But then I thought about it and I was like, no, if this was a hate crime, they'd have fucking swastikas keyed in our keys. They would make sure that they knew, that we knew that this was because of our fucking racial situation. I thought Clint was crazy when he gave me that reasoning. So I called the police and I explained what's going on because, you know, you have to put that on record. I called the police and then I said, you know, my husband and I were interracial and I started thinking, you know, is it because of that? And even the police said, no, ma'am, trust me, if it was a racist uh, crime, they would make sure that you know that. Oh, yeah, there'd be like end bombs all over the car. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, I was like, really? Like, who takes the time? Like, really? That you, you have to point out that this, no, this is a racist crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mistake it for any other kind of crime. Yeah. This is yeah. race related. Sign <laughs> the KKK. <laughs> um, so apparently this dude could have been charged with creating a public nuisance. Uh, but I don't think he was charged with anything. Uh, let's see. Idaho law defines such a nuisance as anything offensive to the senses or that interferes with the comfort of the entire neighborhood. Which, I mean, that could be anything. That's, be yeah. But in a way, he, yeah, for sure off. That's really way, he subjective. Covered, he covered both. It was racist, and it is a nuisance because it's 10 feet. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need. They just need, like, the fucking, um, the, who are those people that do, like, the housing standards and stuff in your neighborhood, the neighborhood association or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just need, like, a neighborhood association to be like, hey, no building shit over 10 feet. We already talked about it. Take that clans member down a couple of notches. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to fine you 200 bucks if you don't reduce the size of that, yeah, that clans yeah. member. We agree with freedom of expression, but this is just way too big. This is way too loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, we're actually on your side, but no. <laughs> we don't want Al Sharpton coming down here. Now, come on. <laughs> so, um, so you, Yon, or whatever. Oh. Remove the noose and topple the snowman after he talked with officers. I bet he did that so angrily, like, get my fucking noose. <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything anymore. She probably took running drop kicks at it. <laughs> Man, should have never moved over here. I thought you guys got it. <laughs> I'm going back to Louisiana. Fuck this. <laughs> you know, so one of his neighbors says, it's such a message of hate. Said Amber Caldwell, who saw the snowman while visiting her cousin in the neighborhood. Uh, my kids asked me about it, and I had to explain what the symbol means. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh shit, man, that, that's right. If you have kids, like you, you want to tell the truth. I know. What do you say? That snowman's head ain't curved at all, mommy. My snowman got a point on top of his head. Yeah. Yeah. How do you? How do you? A lot of my fucking kids. How do you summarize like four hundred hours of like uh, the, uh, like the, the whole history? How do you summarize that into just? Two you know, it, it, for a five-year-old, yeah. <laughs> just like an answer, like it's just a snowman. Yeah, and you can't say that because he might fucking come home and build like a fucking <laughs> in the front yard. <laughs> you said it was a snowman. Yeah, no right. Here, son, watch, watch eyes on the prize, and this might, uh, <laughs> this might make you understand. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, son, but I gotta watch. You, now you gotta watch this. You start asking racial questions. <laughs> well, this is not Frosty. It's Grandmaster Snowman. Grandmaster, <laughs> Grandmaster Dragon. Uh, Grandmaster Snowman used to rap with cool uh, Curtis Blow. <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes. <laughs> it's like a jungle funny sometimes. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so apparently this dude in the past has flown the Aryan Nation flag at his home. Oh, my God. <laughs> at Halloween, he's passed out bullet casings after he ran out of candy. So he's just an asshole. Bullet case. Oh, my God. Here you go, kids. <laughs> They're not even chocolate filled. They're just bullet casings. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more stories left. A quick story. I'm not getting too much into detail, but women hid stolen goods under their body fat. Oh, um, <laughs> plenty of people keep cashing their billfolds, but police in Oklahoma say two women tried to steal $2,600 worth of valuables under their skin folds. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Cops in Edmond arrest, arrested Aileen Brown, who's 28, and Shamiko Thomas, who's 37, on suspicion of shop. Yes, they're black. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna try and guess the race, but then I was like, yeah. never mind. Yeah. They, they didn't even. Shamiko is spelled S H M E C O. There's, there's like vowels missing and shit. I'm like, you even fucking try. Um. They stole twenty six hundred dollars worth of footwear, denim, and accessories under rows of fat on their stomachs and beneath their breasts. Wow. These, these these two individuals were actually concealing them in the areas of their body where excess excess skin was underneath their chest area and up around their armpits. Oh. You know what? This, this cannot be the first time they've done this. This has to be like you know they must be doing this for a while. Twenty six hundred. That means like twelve hundred each. Yeah, that, oh shit, 1300 each. It was like uh, the suspect allegedly attempted to use their bodies to oh, stash four, four pairs of boots. Who the fuck even What? Did you wow. get under this four? Thing? Did you say four pairs of boots? These girls must be hell. Yeah. You know, why, why wouldn't they just steal one fucking Rolex and then they, they could buy a hundred boots? There you go. Oh my god. They're not very yeah. smart. Be, you know, use some brain power. They, they stole four pair of boots, three pairs of jeans, uh, as well as gloves and a wallet. Uh, five golden rings. These are, these are big girls. Yeah. Oh my god. Ew, that's disgusting. Investigators say Brown was carrying a knife in her purse. So she could cut the tags off stolen goods. Why didn't she just have the knife in one of her folds? She could walk into the, you know, Macy's or whatever, just wearing like a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got nothing on me. What are you talking about? <laughs> nothing to see here. The suspects allegedly managed to hide the goods, but apparently their plan wasn't fleshed out. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fleshed out, get it? <laughs> I, feel, I feel sorry for the security who had to convince these ladies oh, to man. get this stuff out of their clothes. They probably had the rubber gloves that go all the way up the arm. What? The clothes would have been sweaty and smelly and stank. Oh, you know, son of body fat. That seven fifty an hour is not worth it that day. I would, I, I would just tell him to get on all fours and start shaking. <laughs> Ladies, jump up and down. Come on, shake it out. 
Oh, oh shit, there's another pair of boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, they robbed TJ Maxx. Um, oh, a Florida student Googled himself and found out he was accused of murder. Whoa. Whoa. Florida college student got quite the shock when he Googled himself and discovered authorities had released his name and photo as a suspect in a murder case. <sighs> I was just very shocked to find my picture and the article saying that I was convicted of felony murder charge. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what? And I was just very shocked and angry that someone would put my name up there and say I did something I didn't do. The mix up occurred in September when authorities arrested three teens following a botched robbery attempt in Davenport, Florida. But Garcia didn't learn about it until Saturday. During the robbery, the homeowner shot and killed one of the alleged burglars. Oh my god. Uh, 15-year-old Otilio Rubio. Oh, so they just think all Mexicans look alike. Yeah. Um, because the teen death occurred during the commission of a felony, the Polk County Sheriff's Office charged his, his alleged accomplices with murder. Which, you know, is a law. I actually love that law. I love it too, man. And I don't think we have that in Canada, but I, I love that law. I, I think I've explained this to you before surely like if if me and you were to rob a bank mm-hmm. and you were to get killed mm-hmm. from like the, the the people in the bank like fighting back or whatever mm-hmm. i would get charged with your murder no oh. yeah. yeah it's a sense. fucking great law mm-hmm. yeah fuck those guys stop robbing people fucking Shit, right man no right <laughs> um, let's see. It's uh, it's no secret that googling your name or ego surfing, as it's called, can result in embarrassing discovery, discoveries. But this mistake, Garcia said, was way over the line. Every <laughs> understatement. Everyone makes mistakes. I work at Publix, and I might get somebody's sub wrong. But for why are you using work slang in the article? Anyway, but for somebody, somebody that get to get that wrong, it's not a sandwich. It's somebody's life. Your family. <laughs> It's like when I'm home jerking off, you know, and it doesn't happen. My dad knocks on the door. <laughs> it's not too that. It's not that easy. <laughs> Why can't the terrorists just chill out? Kevin <laughs> <laughs> is like ordering two number nine. You know how long it takes to order two number nine? That's ridiculous. Oh, all right. So, anyway, this dude didn't do it. Um, Poor guy. Poor Canada News. Um, arrest in Toronto Library crossbow killing. Yes. Oh my God. Well, um, police have made an arrest in the crossbow slaying of a man in a library in Toronto's East End. The attack happened just after 4 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday at the main library street south of uh, Gerard Street East. I guess you need directions or something like that. <laughs> 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 <In> an article. <laughs> man believed to be in his 40s was pronounced dead at the scene after being struck down by a crossbow projectile known as a bolt. Police told CBC News a bolt is shorter than an arrow, but much heavier. Uh, that is not the way I want to die. <laughs> like a deer. Crossbow in the library. That, that is not included. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly, I think it was like a father and son type of situation. 
Oh, you know, it was a father killing a son or a son killing son a father? Son killing the father. Or oh, that's some calculating shit. That's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to murder you with this crossbow. And again, Chinese. I don't know what's going on with our Chinese Canadian, but they're doing some psycho shit lately. <laughs> Cut, <laughs> cutting people's heads off on the bus? <laughs> you know? Yeah, witnesses, witnesses told CBC's Jermaine Hilton they saw a man approaching the victim who was sitting on a bench in the library and then pepper spray him. He was then shot either in the face or the back. The back. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Police officers saw a man run north on Main Street after the shooting. He jumped into a U-Haul rental truck and drove off. Police tracked the truck, found it at the east end of Scarborough District, and arrested the driver. It's still unclear exactly what sparked the incident. The motivation behind this killing is certainly a major factor here. Wow. That's... Wow. (laughs) So, yeah, crazy. Chinese Canadians. That's crazy. <laughs> <Male>. <laughs> Played a little bit too much of that Call of Duty, man. Mm. I, they, got the cross, they got the crossbow on there now. I like that shit. Not <laughs> <laughs> enough to kill somebody. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, all right, last article. And actually, man, I don't even really need to read this article. I just, I fucking love that this happened. And I love, I, uh, <laughs> the Twitter celebrities were like, hey, we wanted to get a million dollars for like World AIDS Day. You know, HIV, everybody, nobody likes AIDS. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all, I, let's take a show of hands. Raise your hand if you are for AIDS. No, nobody? Oh, shit. What? <laughs> Not one person on the side of AIDS. That's fucked up. But, um, so the Twitter celebrity people were like, yeah, man, we're going to fucking leave Twitter until you guys raise a million dollars and give it to charity. So we're going to have Twitter death. Nobody's tweeting. And the only way to get us back on Twitter is to raise a million dollars. As of, that's this was like last Thursday or Wednesday or something. So far they've raised two hundred thousand dollars and two hundred thousand five hundred and seventy three dollars. Wow. I'm so proud of people. Like people I am not missing y'all. Yeah, I, I mean, normally call people idiots and I go, Oh, our country's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Everybody loves these celebrities. They're not that important. This is so awesome. Fuck those guys. For real. Mm-hmm. We could tweet each other. We yeah. don't need y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's something me and Roger talked about. With the exception of a handful, most of them have boring tweets. Most of them have like, an consistent of somebody tweets on their behalf. Most of them do yeah. not reply to you. Most yep. of them have millions of followers. So there's no really, and you're not learning anything new about them. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It's very superficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and fuck those guys. Even at the cost of AIDS, fuck those guys. <laughs> that's what I like to hear, man. That's some. I would, that's uh, just. They, Arrogant, oh. sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. If they would have done it the other way, if they would have said, look, give us a million dollars and we will stop tweeting, I bet they would have had the fucking money by now. Yep. I bet you <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, oh, you know what, 50 Cent? Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to be missed. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're actually quite good on 50 now. Cent ignorance yeah. for yeah. the year. We're good. So yeah, they, I'm tired of seeing trunk loads of money and mm-hmm. 50 Cent's car. Yeah, okay. So they just raised like a quarter million dollars. That's all they... Yeah, so far. I love seeing, like, um, mass people, like a mass gathering have common sense like that. I love seeing that, you know, this is an issue, let's address it, and we can do more good as a group than just just the celebrities. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't they fucking put the money in? How about that, you rich motherfuckers? Exactly. You want to tweet so bad... Fucking pay up the 800 G's. Yeah, be the, fir- be the first one to cover the, the spread, so to speak, and, you know, you'll get more followers. Who oh, who yeah. are some of the celebrities that kind of said, okay. Justin, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, 
Elijah Woods, Kim Kardashian, Ryan Seacrest, Alicia Keys. I mean, nobody uh, I'm miss. That's all ego. Nobody See, any of these celebrities that that participated in that shit, they're fucking egotistic, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I would give some money if Kim Kardashian releases another sex tape. <laughs> 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 Did you see? Yeah, as long thing? yeah, as long as there's less Ray J, Ray J Dick and more Kim Kardashian, then we're good. Ew, yeah. way too much Ray J Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not the YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I think Ray J was more interested in showing off his dick than he was interested in showing off who he was boning. Yeah, completely, completely. Yeah. And she's she's like not very active. I seen the video. Yeah, she's boring as fuck. She's boring as fuck. Yeah. I thought the thing is like compared to other celebrities, she put in work compared to them. But like, no, not compared to like a porn star, man. That's I mean that's one of the reasons I don't really get all gaga over like oh this actress is so fucking hot, man. There's like you can go see naked boobs all the time on the internet. It's yeah, and you it's on there. And you can see naked boobs that are being paid to be naked boobs on the internet, and they're they're putting work in. <laughs> they, don't, they don't make you sit through like 40 minutes of acting and pretend that you care about them. <laughs> just want to see them titties. Let's go, Angelina Jolie. I really care about your character now. Show me your tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I streamed it for free and didn't have to pay $15 to see the 3D IMAX. Boom. Oh man, that's what they need to do. Fucking 3D IMAX booby movie. Oh, oh my yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be the <laughs> shit. Money they make? Can you imagine? Can you imagine a hardcore porn in 3D? No. Oh my god. I'd be overwhelmed. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd be like, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like, so would it feel like? Have you guys ever been to the 3D movie and you get that like almost like a. There's an extra muscle between both of your eyes. You kind of feel it in the back of your head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what is it like to orgasm with that muscle? <laughs> that might be like the fucking, that might be the male version of a squirting orgasm. <laughs> I feel so good. <laughs> For real, the staff at the movie theater would not be happy. No. <laughs> oh, okay, right. yeah. I, no, they'd be mad. Oh man, I gotta clean that jeans up the back of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> the floor's a little yeah, extra sticky tonight. The only one they sold out is just the yeah. one at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> the next day they'll have a staff meeting and they were like, okay, we we'll really have to consider the same type of plastic and Italians use on their sofas. <laughs> I think we should go with that in our theaters. Yeah, I like that Jerry Curl covering that, that grandma put on couches and shit. <laughs> Shirley's parents put that on their couches. Oh, so uncomfortable. <laughs> we go over. We uh, I'd go over there, and it would be uh, the middle of summertime. This is in Toronto, and it gets pretty hot. And oh my god, I'd sit on that couch, man, and I just stick to it. Yes, it was yeah. terrible. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't want to go to a theater full of trench coat dudes and shit, so maybe, yeah, maybe okay. my idea would not work. Yeah. yeah. Good in theory, but I, I'm not sitting in there with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Woo-hoo. You know, look us up on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. You know the drill. Um, you can call the show 704-557-0186. Leave us a voicemail and email the show, theblackoutters at gmail.com. Um, oh, Shirley, man, thank you guys for doing this. Thank oh, you're you. welcome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us. us.
Well, sure, sure. go ahead and push your stuff, man. Well, yeah. Tell us how to get to Chonilla.com. Everything you want to know, just go to Chonilla.com. All our info is there. Yes, yeah, so if you want to find us, you know, Facebook, Twitter, you know, email us, feedback at Chonilla.com. Or you can give us a call, leave us your, uh, you know, your feedback or reply at 801-833-0388. And, uh, yeah, visit the site, too. And we'd love to hear from you. Chonilla, baby! <laughs> Chonilla.com! <laughs> that was so good! That was really good. <laughs> Make sure you follow everybody on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That as in D-A-T. At Clovisaurus. And I'm at Chonilla, D-O-T-com, C-O-M. All right, man. So I enjoyed it, man. And... We'll have to do this again sometime, and I'm glad you guys were recording oh, all this yeah. shit. You almost lost the show. <laughs> you must have broke out in some sweats, eh, when you were like, oh, I don't think we recorded. You should have seen my fucking face, man. Oh, my God. I was looking at Karen like, what? Just fucking shoot me in the head. <laughs> Get it over with. Yeah. And I'm glad we do just the audio, and we don't do, like, the video part, oh, man. Oh, yeah. not laughing at us. Well, anyway, man, thank you guys, and until next time, love you, YouTube. Mwah.